Welcome to Q2C VR Gamer Live, or we hope. <laughs> <laughs> we are a weekly VR talk show that airs live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, where we broad we normally broadcast simultaneously to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and the multiverse. But if you cannot catch us live, you can always catch us afterwards on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, we have an amazing show to, for you tonight. We hope we are going live with it. We don't really know if we are. But if we are, we have we are going to be joined by Mateo three one one to come and hang out and talk uh, to uh, some amazing guys from Overrun Games, Anthony and Aaron from Overrun Games to talk Arcaxer, which is which launched today onto the Quest Store out of the dungeon that is App Lab. Uh, we have a couple of things else that we're going to give. We have some giveaways we're going to give away. We're going to talk a lot of uh, Connect. We're going to talk a lot of Pro. We're going to talk a lot of game announcements that we saw from Connect. But before we go any further, let me say hello to my partner from the great Canadian Northwest, the man who has bought enough VR headsets in the past month to run his own VR arcade. <laughs> his wife will definitely be divorcing him soon, and I will be buying all of his headsets from her at a cheap, cheap price. He just bought a Quest Pro, even though the controllers only last for 15 minutes. Todd Jackson, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hi, diddly ho, diddly. I'm doing great now that uh, we're live. Sorry for are all we live? the I didn't even of... know if we, we are. are live. Yeah, are we even uh... live? We're good. Yeah, people are chatting. People can see us. Hopefully, so I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna say. Us. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it right now. Um, welcome, Mateo three one one. I completely blame you for all the problems we're having I, right now. I came here and I said, you know what? I'm gonna wreck some. Uh, <laughs> I, I just said that's it. That's it. I said these guys, their stream is way too professional. I gotta show them how everybody else lives. <laughs> Knock them down a peg. I mean, yeah, we went I mean, down a few pegs. Oh my God, what a night! Yeah, seriously. Uh, we all know Todd broke it. <laughs> so yeah, we apologize. We apologize for everybody. Everybody that uh, we're it's it's really not our fault. Uh, restream, uh, which we had jumped back into restream because uh, Todd's away, and uh, it was just going to be easier to to try and run things this way for this week. Easier. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Restream has completely crapped out. They're like, you know, we're having major issues. So if you, you really can't go live, we tried for like, I don't know, 20 minutes 20 to go minutes live. So, and then yeah. Todd on the fly had to set something up. So we do apologize. No music tonight, Todd. I, I actually did hear the opening of about 10 times, but nobody yeah. else did. Nobody else heard it. The countdown <laughs> kept making it to 37 and it was like, cross your finger and then it stopped. <laughs> they would crash. <laughs> Hey, but we appreciate everybody being here and hanging out and and, uh, and staying with us because it's going to be a fun show. And uh, Mateo, thank you for coming by and 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 guest hosting tonight. I mean, this is this is uh, this is your second time on the show, first time as a guest, this is first time as a as a uh, that's as a what guest I'm doing. I'm I'm co-hosting. Yeah, that's you, man. Wow. You're doing it. Didn't Look I tell you? you? You got Look all responsibilities. Um, oh damn. Yeah, that's why we're blaming <laughs> you completely. Oh okay. Blame <laughs> yeah. the new guy. Amazing. Blame the new guy. That's how this works. Yeah, I I mean I would blame Todd, but. That's repetitive. I always blame him for everything. Yeah. I get to blame somebody new now, which is fantastic. I love it. Blame the handsome guy. I say. So, guys, let's <laughs> let's try and let's let's yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's talk to some amazing people that hung out and chat with us, and uh, and we'll give people a few minutes to find us. And and D, if you could do me a favor, D is here. She's in the wings, guy. Uh, D, if you could take that link and just share it everywhere if you have not yet for me, so everybody gets the new links. Aaron and Anthony, uh, who are also waiting in the wings to come in, if you guys can share the new link uh, to anybody that you have out there that you want to share it to, just so we get everybody that was either here before uh, can get back in here again. So um, 
We will say hi to Ryan Brannon. He says hi. Salvador is back. Ryan Brannon said he was first. He was the first with a new link. Congratulations, Ryan. You're you're on it, dude. <laughs> um, Felipe Lieras is here. Fourth wall breaker. Michelle B. James made it back in. Mike Newton says hello, VR peeps. Sir Khalid, Polish Hammer, Kurt Sippel. I love me some Kurt Sippel. I have no idea who that is, but Kurt, welcome to the show, man. Um, Substatic is here. We have Wolveraza. He says, uh, R-O-F-L, damn, had to start the whole new stream. Yeah, yeah this is amazing. Uh, Hack the Game Cat is here. What is up, Hack? He says, what up, players? Michelle B., I think I said. Chris9989, Traveling Man 3775 Mickey Burr. We have Aylan Kara. Chris Oaks, what is up? Sadly, it's Bradley. He says, I'm lost. I know, buddy. <laughs> I know. Me too, man. Me too. I really think it's, it's I really think it has something that it's probably meta. They're, they know what we're going to talk about this afternoon, and they know it's me and Mateo in the same show going to go up against Todd about the Quest Pro because he already bought one. <laughs> and uh, they just shut us down, man. They shut us down. Um, and we do have Mateo 311 in chat. Chitown D. We got a Brian Houghton Jr. PDX VR. Uh, let's see. Michelle Dillon is here. What is up, Michelle? How are you doing? Um, do, 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 do who else we got here? Brian Houghton and Polish Hammer say no Twitch tonight, and no, we have no Twitch tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry guys, no restream. So that means we can't. We're only streaming to one place tonight, and uh, we're just lucky that we're live right now. I'm just, you know, we're lucky yeah. we're live. But uh, but thank you guys for hanging out and chat. And um, Mateo, what do you think? You want to talk to the Archaxer guys? You so you you recently were uh, you did your news feed this week, and you you, yep. talk, you, you mentioned Archaxer in your news feed. Yeah, it, it's one of those games that, um, you know, I've always wanted to jump on, but, you know, something's always pulling our attention away. This, something else is new and shiny, um, <laughs> yeah. but it always looked interesting, and I actually recently got to jump into it, and yeah, no, it's a solid quest title. It's very unique. Yeah, Easiest very way to describe it, unique. Yeah. yeah, it is. And let's let's bring the guys in, Todd, because then we'll kind of get into the gameplay a little bit because it is unique and it, there's so many different facets to the gameplay style in this game. And uh, and uh, Aaron and Anthony, what is going on, guys? How are you doing? Hey, hey. we're doing great. We're gonna, I'm going to have the intro music stuck in my head for a week now. <laughs> I know, right? I, know. I miss it. I miss it. I miss I miss having an intro music, man. It's, it's uh, it feels weird. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be off the whole night now. Uh, without yeah. the intro music but and no outro music either we're just gonna cut the black <laughs> fade the black we won't even fade <laughs> the black we're just soprano gonna cut the style yeah, exactly <laughs> soprano style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't know whether we're gonna live or die at the end of this one you decide so guys welcome to the show sorry for the um for the technical difficulties but uh, hey we made it we're on and uh guys first off congratulations on on bringing Arcax for finally from the App Lab store to the Quest store proper because not an easy thing to do and not many games have done it yet. So, you know, before we get into anything, congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Thank you. We really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So for, for anybody who, had, you know, we, we actually did, we have done an interview before. We, you guys were one of our first interviews that we did over a year ago. We are 63 episodes deep now into QTC VR Gamer Live, and you guys were one of the first that we did. And um, for those people that weren't with us at that time, tell us a little bit about yourselves, what you, you know, your roles with Overrun Games, and then tell us a little bit about, about Arcaxer. Good thing. Uh, so we're Overrun Games. Uh, I'm Anthony, and this is Aaron. Uh, I do most of the programming, and Aaron does all the 3D art for our games. Uh, we've been working on Arcaxer now for almost three years. Um, and uh, we started out on SideQuest. We eventually moved to App Lab when that became a thing. And then uh, just today, we just launched on, on the MetaQuest store, uh, which we're super excited about. It's 
been a long time. <laughs> yeah, because I kind of remember the last time that we spoke. Um, you know, it was it was you know you guys were were in App Lab. You were pretty deep in the App Lab, and um, you know it was we don't know when we're getting out. So um, yeah, definitely it's it's good to see that that you yeah. made it out. It was all a massive question mark. So I'm um, really happy that That's we made it. I hear here. a lot that that yeah. process is they leave you in the dark. Yeah, it's very opaque. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And we, you know, I, I want to hear like I want to hear like the whole process in, in a little bit too. But tell us a little bit about Arcaxer because Mateo was just talking about it. He had just you know jumped in recently and started playing it a little bit. And when he said you know it's it's a different play style or or something different than you haven't that we've really seen before, it really is because there's so many different types of play style in this game, right? Even even perspective wise, there's different play styles here because you know some of it's you know first person, some of it's top down. So tell us a little bit about Arkax or what the game is all about for anybody who hasn't seen it or played it before. Sure thing. Uh, so Arkaxer is a turn-based action RPG. Uh, so our big gimmick is that we have a third-person overworld where when you're exploring the world, um, going through dungeons, um, you're in a third-person perspective where you're kind of looking down at your character and everything's kind of diorama scale. Um, and then whenever you get into a battle with a monster or a boss or any kind of combat, the game switches to first-person. Um, and you enter this kind of first-person combat mode where on your turn, you're using gestures to cast spells and aiming guns and uh, slashing swords to deal damage. Um, and then when you use all your actions, it switches to the enemy turn. And on the enemy turn, you're dodging the enemy attacks with your head, and it kind of turns into this 3D bullet hell. Yeah, I mean, complete, and, and that's what it is, too, is it's it's even different types of attack, right? So you, you, you're kind of like melee, but magic, you know, and it, it, it's really amazing. And then tell us a little bit about the world itself, too, because I thought that was, you know, that was one of the special take, things right? about the game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the world of Arcaxer, you're playing in this world that we call The Sim, which is a simulation full of all of these entities that are built from... Um, so there's, they're like personalities built from data that's gathered from the internet. So it's like, uh, imagine the system goes out and looks at your social media profiles and your, your message board profiles and kind of builds this like persona based on all your, your data on the internet. Um, and that's where all these, what we call entities are built from. That sounds um, so familiar. Believe it or not, the majority of them are actually toxins. Yeah. So, um, the story is you get spawned into this world and immediately you're captured by this entity called the taskmaster. And the taskmaster is gathering uh, new entities that spawn into this world and he's forcing them to fight for him up this infinite tower called the stack. And the reason he's doing that is because there's this, uh, there's some kind of treasure at the top that nobody knows what it is or, or even if it's a treasure. Um, and the reason why he needs people to fight is because uh, in addition to regular entities, there's these entities called the toxins. And they're like entities created from data of people that are toxic on the internet. So this causes them to be aggressive <laughs> and turn into monsters. And these are the enemies of the game that you fight. I, I, Mateo, I love this. This is, the, this, this is the best idea I've ever heard. I mean, how could you not love this story? <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, I just keep thinking if the entities were based on social media posts and stuff, we'd expect to see a lot more racism, but that probably wouldn't make for a great game. Well, uh, you talks. definitely wouldn't make it out of the App Lab then. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I, I like the concept. And I just watching you guys talk about it, like I, I see you smirking and everything. And I know like 
it, it's cool it's quirky it's unique and and that's exactly what the game is so i, I was digging it yeah. and it's got a ton of content too right guys i mean like that what's the what's the, the gameplay is like so long there's a, you don't see many vr games that are that have this type of, of length to them yeah the floor for the whole game is about 20 hours um if you're really fast you can do it like 17 if you're bad like me it takes about 30. Yeah, it took me 30 uh, or more, I think. I, yeah. I think I might have had to cheat and get a save from you guys at one point, actually. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good uh, interval training workout. By the time you're done with the game, you're going to be, you're going to have some yeah. core fitness going on. Now, I, I'd say I'm only like 40 minutes in. How grindy would you say it is? Does it does it feel like a grind eventually? or? Well, it, it depends on uh, how good you are at moving out of the way of things. Um, All right. Uh, it, you can go through the game with minimal grinding if you don't get hit, and you can go through the game without getting hit. Yeah. Um, so it kind of depends what your skill level is. If maybe, uh, you know, you want to play the game more passively and you don't want to move around as much, uh, you can, you know, grind monsters, grind your stats up, and uh, kind of brute force Take your way hits. through the game with, yeah. with the RPG mechanics. But if you're more, uh, you know, you're kind of a hardcore gamer, you don't want to get hit at all, and you want to speed run through the game, you, you can go through without grinding. So it's kind of up to you. Some of the speedrunners are fully insane. It's, yeah. it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, some of those guys, they make a career out of figuring out how to speedrun games. So I can yeah. see where yeah. they, they would do that. But it's just, there's so much. And the story is is really great here. I mean, it's, it, you know, the game is, is 20 hours long, but the story will bring you through that too. It's not, it doesn't seem repetitive. It doesn't, and it doesn't like get boring. It, you know, there's enough here that it, you know, like Todd, you said, you, you know, and you played zones 30 and, hours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I put tons yeah. of time into it. A lot of VR games feel very one note. And this is distinctly not that. And then at the same time, it's also not just a bunch of different gimmicks slapped together. Like I went in and got a nostalgia feel. It felt like old RPGs I played 30 years ago. And it, it had that feel. And then you get into battle. I like a Final Fantasy, stuff like that. But then you have this new spin on it because you're in VR and you actually dodge the attacks and come in close when you sword. And then, like you said, the rules um, are very unique. Like when you attack with your sword, you take damage. It, yeah. It's it's like a really great combination of old school stuff with new age stuff. Well, then kind of going back to the grind idea too. Um, now, you're about 40 minutes in, so you've probably only seen one or two dungeons, right? Yep. There's there's about a half dungeon, dozen dungeons. There's a couple open world spaces, and then Anthony designed a new batch of enemies like every ten floors. Yeah. So you're gonna be it's gonna be a variety of gameplay too, on top of visuals and you know getting your character stronger. Very so you get cool. a lot ahead of you. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to look forward to this game, and and you know we'll kind of transition out of the game into you know this is what you can look forward to, or people can look forward to now on the actual quest store proper and. You know, let's get into App Lab a little bit. So a year ago, we were doing this interview, and that's when you had made it from SideQuest into App Lab. And, you know, App Lab is a big deal. It does help people. It, it helps developers who can't get on, you know, a small, especially smaller games, smaller developers that are not super well-known, get onto the store at least in some way. So uh, to me, App Lab is a great thing. You know what I mean? SideQuest is great, but App Lab is just as good or or, or better because you're still on the store, right? But... It's nowhere near as done, done as well as it should be or could be done. And and that is the issue with App Lab. And then the other issue with App Lab is as great of a thing as it can be, it can also be a purgatory because you can get stuck in App Lab. And what we spoke about last year when we spoke was 
what was your path? And, you know, you, and, and you guys didn't really have direction because there was nobody really there to give you direction on what you need to do to take that next step to get out of there. And I think that was, has been an issue for App Lab for a long time, too. So tell us what has been going on for the last year and how you guys kind of found your way through this, because I think this is good for for the people in the chat to see. But there's going to be a lot of developers that watch this, too, and maybe they you know want to know you know what they need to do or you know they want to hear your success story and how you did it because again i want to say mateo you, you probably know better than me maybe 10 games have ever made it out of app lab to quest store proper oh, i actually don't have any stats on that i i can't believe there'd be more than that like i know probably most of them i only know about half a dozen so yeah yeah i can think about a half dozen and um, yeah. i usually i've got several google alerts to keep me up on this right <laughs> yeah <laughs> So yeah, guys, tell us what's been going on this past year and and the process and 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 what it was like, uh, you know, getting getting Arcax or out of out of App Lab and onto the Quest Store. Of course. Um, so in the very beginning, um, before even App Lab, um, there was kind of an application process to um, just basically send in your game idea to Meta um, or Oculus at the time. Yeah. And um, you basically you make like a three-page slide. Um, you send it to them. It was no demo, no video, no anything. Um, just kind of like a very high level concept of what your idea was, what your team was, what your funding was. You send it to them and you'd get a yes or no. And that was it. Um, they wouldn't tell you why, uh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely no information. Yeah. Um, so that was not a great system. Um, that, that felt very hopeless because you didn't know what to do if they said no. It we wasn't about one person that was reviewing all of the applications and they were getting like, I, thousands of 20, applications. That, that's a that's a black box. We're not entirely sure. I've I've heard <laughs> um I've heard it was like a council. Yeah. Uh it's mm. honestly we don't know. It's it's the a council mystery. of the video games. Yeah, the, the council. Yeah, I know more about the Illuminati than I do about all <laughs> <laughs> I'm figuring um, I'm 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 seeing like a whole bunch of old men yeah. with white beards sitting at a table, right? <laughs> Denied. <laughs> Denied. Denied. <laughs> you shall <laughs> not pass. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that, that was frustrating. Um, cause you know, we, we thought we had a good idea, but, um, it, who knows what it was. It could have been, you know, maybe our team was too small. Maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't know who we were, maybe, you know, yeah. at the time, maybe they just wanted like well-established teams. Um, but anyway, we, we kept working on the game while it was on SideQuest, which by the way, SideQuest, amazing. Um, we're so happy that they existed at the time. That's so how we got most of our uh, Discord members. That's how we met a lot of community members and got a lot of our QA testing done. Um, so we continued developing on SideQuest until eventually um, App Lab became a thing. And um, that, that was super cool for the time because now we could finally distribute our app to people without them having to like enable developer mode on their device. And It's a huge barrier it, entry for a yeah, lot of people. The, the less barriers, the better, obviously. Um, so that, that was a great stepping stone. Um, but the time that app lab, um, became a thing, Oculus basically said, okay, uh, we're getting rid of the quest store, um, application process. There's no more like sending in a, uh, a slide deck. Um, now, uh, you basically, you put your thing on app lab and then you wait and then you wait. <laughs> yeah. They said, uh, yeah, if we think your app might be successful, then, uh, we'll call you. Um, there was no like no more application process unless a, you know you're a huge company that had connections yeah. with, with Oculus and could make deals outside of their 
So you so like at one point you probably didn't even have a rep at one point then. Like no, yeah. yeah. We had one person who was like working with indie developers, but they weren't really an inroad. They just had a couple of resources for us and some hardware. That was that was right. about it. We were in like the Oculus Start program, which mm -hmm. was great. Um that helps you get hardware early and uh like help with the Explain like the back end and yeah, te technical problems and that sort of thing. Um, but it, it wasn't really like a, a pipeline wasn't, yeah. on the store. Not an on ramp. Yeah, exactly. It sounds um, insanely frustrating. Yeah. Uh it, it 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 was frustrating, but uh we didn't give up. We kept developing our app. Um so my, my thought was they said that, you know, if you did well on App Lab, eventually we'd notice you. <laughs> And, and a uh, year later, five more hours of content and just tons of social media outreach. They noticed us. Yeah. So, so, they, so they reached out to you then. So you, it wasn't even that yeah. you, you, you know, they eventually did reach out to you. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> this will sound frustrating to other developers yeah. because, you know, they want to know what to do. Um, but the thing is, I, I still don't entirely know. <laughs> Work hard and get lucky. Um, <laughs> other than and here's what I think you need to do um, to have your app be considered. Um, one, I think having a lot of positive reviews is definitely like a really big deal. Um, our app has a lot of very good reviews. We have a very high rating. Um, even going onto the official store now, we have like the the high rated ribbon like next to our game. Got a four nine. It yeah. feels really good. And I think that's yeah. a really big plus. Um, mm -hmm. Having a lot of reviews and a lot of good reviews, I think obviously shows Meta that like okay. A lot I, of people. I have, I have no thing. information on that, but I I think you're definitely onto something because the official store, I have mm -hmm. heard information that um I'm not gonna share where it came from, but I you know regarding how many reviews you have and how how high your review is, and if it gets to a certain threshold, they kind of just bury you. You'll never show up on the front page again, even if your game is new. No comment, but that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the no comment is telling. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, I think having one having good reviews is is obviously a positive. Um, it was a pretty high ratio of of users to reviewers too, which I think also shows that our fan base was connected and excited and happy about us. Uh, two, just make I think, a lot of noise. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Get seen, make noise. Yeah. Yes, which. Uh, Brings me to the second point. Definitely, you just you need to keep at it. Um, keep polishing your game. Keep adding content. Keep responding to player feedback. Um, have a community that plays your game and um, you know tells you what what they think is good and what you need to change and, and listen to that feedback and uh, change your game accordingly. I mean, obviously, don't change like the core values of your game based on what people say. But but had we dropped 1.0 and then walked away, we definitely wouldn't be here right now. Well, yeah, that's that's another telling thing too, and that's just what I was going to talk about. You guys continue to work on the game, which a lot of it developers don't. You know, a lot of developers, if they drop the game, the game is the game. Here you go, here here it is. I'm, we're done, and we're moving on. And then they're just going to hope that they're going to get out of App Lab, and they're probably never going to. That's just not going to happen at that point. But you guys had five hours of content to this game over the past year. Um, you put a lot more into it. You again, you do have a good community of people playing it. You do have a good community of people, you know, commenting. You know, you know, you know, giving reviews in the store, which is huge, you know, and that's how you get noticed. Right. I mean, you know, you, you have to you have to do those things. You cannot just drop your game, walk away from it and then think you're going to make it out. I mean, unless you're a great unless you're a huge game, which then probably you weren't going to you probably weren't going to be an app lab to begin with anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Our good, our friend Ashley, you know, Ashley, she's, her ratio is like for every hour you need to put 15 minutes in on social media, advertising, outreach, stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, Ashley, Ashley Riot, you're talking about, and mm-hmm. she's uh, extremely, these, extremely smart. She knows these things. She knows these, what's up. Yeah. It's crazy how significant that was. So I was briefly on the contract with Green Sky Games when they were making Swarm. Yeah. And they just put me on to help promotion. And I wasn't promoting. I wasn't putting stuff on my channel or anything. It literally just had me like putting videos together for them. And um, I, I mean, they were so on top of that. Like so on top of promotion. And it, it worked for them. It definitely worked. Uh, the game launched really well. But I was just like, you know, it's. Probably a, at least a quarter of the battle is just advertising a game and doing it right. Right. Yeah, and that's one thing that a lot of smaller developers either don't know or they can't afford to do. You know what I mean? If you, if you're a two or three man team, you know how do you how do you do that? How do you yeah. how do you commit that kind of time and that kind of money um, to 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 do those things? I mean, we all know. I mean, if you if you're going to manage social media correctly, you're going to need a program to do it for you. Uh, we've looked into it. So you're going to do like Sprout or something like that to do your social media. Oh you're talking God. thousands of dollars. That's a lot of money for a small developer to put out for something like that. And then you have to have the wherewithal to do it, or you have to hire somebody to do it, like Mateo or, you know, like anybody else. To, not me. Either. Don't hire me. <laughs> <laughs> me either. Or you hire somebody, you know, you, you get lucky and you can get somebody like Ashley Riot to come in and help you and talk to you and, and go through those things. But that's extremely rare. So it's difficult for small developers to figure these things out. And then some small developers just don't, know enough or or they're too stubborn to admit that it's not all about just putting a game on a store and hoping that it does well you have to market it you have to put it out there just like you guys are doing now because here's the whole thing it's fantastic that you're moving from app lab onto the quest store but if nobody knows that you're moving from app lab to the quest store it doesn't help nobody's gonna buy the game you know what i mean so just getting there doesn't help i mean it does give you a little more exposure and you'll probably be able to get into sales or maybe a daily deal if you get lucky down the road but if people know now that you're out of app lab and you launch like you're launching a new game almost which you guys have done you guys have done a huge campaign the last month or so um to to really show it out there new trailers and things like that you're almost launching all over again which is the smart way to do it Definitely, yeah. My advice to indie teams looking for social outreach, just do it. Um, uh, I've sent out hundreds of emails that start with, hey, I'm Aaron from Arcaxer, and I've gotten about, <laughs> I don't know, 20 responses. No. Uh, every single streamer in VR has me in their spam folder somewhere. <laughs> so be persistent. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, doors, and you got to build those relationships too, right? You know, build, yeah. start building those relationships with streamers because guess what? We don't know, we don't want to hear from you guys just when you want something. <laughs> we well, want a relationship. We want to know what's going on. You know, if you start every single streamer scratch, that I've been able to connect with, it's been so nice just because the VR community is so passionate and tight knit. So, like you guys, you introduce us to Ashley, Tatiana from Disco VR. Just a lot of people that I can really, you know, count on and enjoy talking about VR stuff with. On the same note for the indie devs, if you are, you know, trying to do outreach and you're not hearing back from people like us, don't take it personally. I mean, like the spam folder definitely happens. That that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top of that, just like there's like 50 messages that I mean to reply to, that I just if I don't do it then and there, it's gone. And then 50 other messages pile it on. It moves top on of to it. page three of the email and you forget. <laughs> page three and, is yeah. death. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you did. If, if you make it to page and, three and, and have a reply. You know, 
So don't be persistent. You know, uh, we're going to treat the second email the same way we treated the first email. We're either going to be excited and be like, oh, thanks for reminding me. Or we're going to be like, screw this guy. We're going to react exactly the same. We're not going to be like, stop emailing me and go online and be like, they emailed me twice. Can I never, I never got <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, this, all this is great information for developers. Um, you know, I, I, we talk to them all the time and there are a lot of them just don't know the path. It's so funny, but a lot of them are creative people that know how to make games. They just don't know the other part of it. And that's understandable when you're putting, you guys know how many, how many hours a week did you pour into this game when you were making it or even afterwards? I mean, for the last year, putting, you know, time in this game, if you had to do all this by yourselves and didn't have, you know, people to help or, or you know, or get somebody to give you some advice, it's hard to do, right? Yeah. Yeah, without uh, without Ashley, like, I don't even think we would have anything. We would have just... We'd have a couple tweets. We'd been like, oh, we're on that part again. Exactly. The last six months have just been brutal. So but, having that support's been great. The process feels like a kick in the teeth to indie developers, though. I mean, there are people pouring their life into it, doing it full-time hours, you know, not making any money while you're developing, and they're just left in uncertainty. I would say it, it would be nice if there was a little more feedback from Meta as far as, you know, the thing that we lost from, well, the application never had any feedback, but yeah, I, it would be nice to have the application process back, I think, and then have some kind of feedback back from them as, <laughs> I don't know, we just anything like we we don't think your app is a good fit for our platform or it just being you know, us the <laughs> just the minimum i think developers just need some kind of you know information to know why their app wasn't accepted or why they're not being considered and i think without that it's really hard to figure out what to do i've read a lot of reddit comments about the app lab process and most people that are commenting on there assume that developers get feedback like your game doesn't run fast enough, your game's too right. boring, your game doesn't fit these niches, and that info would be really, really useful. <laughs> right? Would it be helpful if you can change it? <laughs> yeah. I think they don't want you to crack the algorithm. I mean, maybe churn yeah, out. Algorithm you know. gaming is always brutal. Yeah. And it's I don't, I don't want to sound like we're shitting on App Lab either. I mean, we are oh, yeah, kind of shitting sure. on App Lab, but it's still a great thing. It's a great tool to have. They just need, it for, for me, they need two tweaks. Make the search engine just like the regular yes. store search engine. Yes. Number one. I would like and, that. <laughs> and then get whoever goes in there, have one person take 20 titles and you're, you're the cultivator for those 20 titles and you give them feedback and let them know what they're doing. Now, most are not, there are games in app lab that just don't belong on the store. Okay. Yeah. That's just the way it is. I'm not saying every game needs to get there, but games that need to get there are, Ar Arc is a great game that should have probably been on the quest store proper to begin with. But once you're in there, you should have been way sooner in there. Warplanes this is another one. Warplanes was a fucking App Lab game. How is that possible? Yeah, that, Warplanes I mean, that go to App Lab. Play. You know what I mean? There's another one. How about how about Swordsman? Swordsman is, is a great game. It was one. Of, it's still number the one of the number one selling PlayStation VR games. Swordsman was was for over a year. Guess where they are right now? App Lab. <laughs> how is Swordsman in App Lab? The, there are, the, we are part the, of a, a tranche of games moving from App Lab to the main store. They haven't, yeah, they haven't implemented these new changes that we'd like to see yet, but it seems like they're starting to gear up on that. So I'm really hopeful for future indie devs that they're going to have a smoother process. Especially Meta is such a big company. Getting the gears moving on anything is kind of hard. The search really needs to be fixed. 
because I can tell you it's such an artificial burden of entry uh, because mm -hmm. like I will make lists like, you know, the best free games. And every single time if I put an app lab title on there, people will mm -hmm. be like, it's not on the store. I can't find it. And I'll just be like, Google the game. And they'll just be like, what do you mean? I'll be like, Google the game. You'll find it. And they'll be like, but it's not on the store. And I'll be like, <laughs> OK, go to go. Go to um, you know, um, SideQuest. SideQuest. <laughs> and, and, and you'll find it there. And they're like, oh, I don't use SideQuest. Never mind. Thanks, though. And and like my heart breaks because I'm just yeah. like, it's it it should not be this difficult. Yeah. You know, no, you don't need SideQuest. You could just find it from there. What? No, right. that doesn't make sense. It should be, uh, it should I, be on like, the store. At the very minimum, I I wish almost there was like. Kind of like how on the Oculus Rift app, you can choose to like select like I, I want to be able to use apps from outside sources. Mm -hmm, if right. you just do like a checkbox in the Meta app to say like, okay, I don't mind the app. Just show me App Lab again. If they would show up with tags and stuff in the search, like I I think at the minimum that would be nice. There's so many but things that could be done. There, there could be an actual store. Make make an you know make it make a make a tab in the Oculus menu tab App Lab store. Show me and they'll show you alphabetically every App Lab title. Or again, just use the same search engine that you do for the normal store to worry if you put the first three letters of the game in, yeah. it gives you a whole bunch of that that'll offer. I was and gonna here's say the that they do put thumbnails in there. Here's yeah. another big thing, too. They don't put the thumbnail in there. So even if you do get the name right, you have to cycle down through five or six games till you get to the bottom of the app to where it says view app. It doesn't even show you a thumbnail, it just says view app, and you have to click on view app, and then it's gonna say this is not a supported act by Oculus, you know, we, we, we didn't, you know, yeah, that one. <laughs> and then you click that and then it shows you the thumbnail for the game. I'll but tell you what, the first time I clicked on our, on our app and it didn't have the warning, oh, that felt so good. Yeah. You type in RPG, we show up. Oh, yeah. Please. That's what I was going to bring up. That's exciting. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. Well, again, I'm just super happy for you guys. This was a big deal. And, um, you know, it, it's such a great game and we've been, we've been touting it for over a year of how great it was when, you know, when I first played it, I was, I was blown away by it. And that's why we wanted to support you guys this whole way. And, and, uh, just really, really happy for you guys. I can't wait. And, and everybody out there, if you haven't bought this game, it's on the quest store now, guys, how much is it on the quest store right now? Uh, 24 99, uh, 20 hours yeah. of gameplay. It's it's twenty to thirty hours depending on uh you know if you're Aaron bad or, or be good. <laughs> it's repeatable. There's five different classes. Honestly, I like three of the five classes a lot, and the other two are still good. <laughs> so it's yeah. a new experience if you want to try it again. It's it's got a super cool art style. It's got uh, you know oh, it's got a great story. Uh, again, if you want uh, games that give you different perspectives and you can change and do different things, uh, very nostalgic, uh, very JRPG feel to it. Um, it's just, you know, the voice acting is, uh, is it, yeah, did you have voice acting? Yeah. 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 The voice yeah. acting is really good. I like the one main character that talks to you all the time. She's awesome. She's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, it's just all around well done and everybody should really own this game. So, um, we'll pop, we'll pop, let's pop the link in the chat, Todd, if you can, for the game again. And then, uh, guys, what, what's coming next for overrun games? Are you still going to work on Arcax or do we have anything else to, to add to Arcax or is this the. Is the story finally done, and are you going to move on to something different, or what's what's the plan? So uh, the the main story for Archaxer is done, and then we have our post game content, which is even extra story, um, and then we're actually beginning pre production on our next game, uh, which will <laughs> be a sequel to the nice. first game, and we oh. have a whole bunch of really cool ideas for the second game. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to really push the limits of VR and, and uh, next level hardware, and I'm super excited to start. 
showing you guys some of what we're working on. And Can't it's wait. no next hardware. <laughs> yes, on new hardware, right? Like Mateo just yeah. said. Nice. That's right. <laughs> what 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 platform would that be? Next level hardware? <laughs> uh, <this is> a <laughs> As of right now, the Quest Two still. Yeah. We'll see. Quest <laughs> Two Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's what it just pan. Let's let's see the the PlayStation VR Two. Just pull it. Up. I won't pull tell it. anybody. <laughs> I won't, we won't tell anybody. Yeah. You know, Arc Action One started before the Quest was available commercially, and it came out like a year before the Quest Two was even in hand. So. We're we're ready for the future whenever it gets here. Okay. PlayStation Two dev kit in the back. All right, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so I think we definitely need uh, a Mateo three one one battle armor in the next game, whatever it's going to be. Even if it's not a battle game, we want battle armor for Mateo three one one. And we want to yeah. we want to we want a Q two C um some kind of energy sword or something like that that we can rip. You know, we had um we had a Patreon where people could get their their name or their likeness in the game at a certain tier. We might be able to. Do a little favor for some friends. See what we can Hell yeah. Now we have to our money. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, now we want our money. All my, all my big YouTube bucks. Yeah. I, think our, I think our rates probably gone up a bit since then, though. <laughs> yeah, right. We, we would love to we would love to be join the Patreon, but Todd just bought a $1,500 Quest Pro that he's only going to be able to use for five minutes at a time because <laughs> the battery is going to die. Understand. If you, have, if you have someone in your game who has a New York accent and, and that needs to be voice acted, I am, yeah. I am here for you. Well, I know, right? Sure. That's the great thing about streamers. You all have high quality mics and pop filters. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Mateo's got a better New York accent than me, and I live in New York, and he doesn't even live in New York anymore. <laughs> His New York accent is way better years. than mine. I'm, I'm jealous. I gotta start talking with a more accent. This is this is the watered down accent. You know. <laughs> I know, right? When I go home and I start talking to my friends again, I'm give like, give him a couple beer. Give me, yep, give me a few drinks, <laughs> and then I start sounding. A lot Good worse. Example. All right, here, here's his ne uh, Mateo's next. Uh, when he comes on the show next time, we're gonna drink uh, during the show, and we're gonna see who gets into the high, the better New York accent. Nah, <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Oh, amazing, guys! Thank you so much for being here, Aaron and Anthony. We really appreciate it. Uh, this was a lot of fun, and uh, I'm absolutely loving the game. And um, you guys are a huge friend of the of the channel, uh, and you know I've become friends with you over the years. We've seen each other, you know, at a couple of different shows now, and. Uh, can't wait to see you guys at some of the next ones and uh, really looking forward to it and just love you guys and everything you're we doing. We got a couple of keys to give away. Oh, yeah. Keys, keys yeah. The corner. What do you think, guys? Do you want to give a couple? You got a couple of keys you want to give away to the, to the nah. chat? Uh, yeah. The keys, let, me, yeah. let me copy paste them for you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's give away two. If you got two keys, that would be awesome. We can give out to the chat for awesome. these amazing people for hanging out with us and going through all our jank tonight. You want to do the wheel <laughs> or do you want to just copy paste them? I got the wheel ready. Yeah. If you got the wheel ready, we can do that. I just Aaron I didn't just know if we were gonna have a wheel. And look okay. what I did. Look what I did in the background. Come on. What'd you do in the background? I don't even know. D, say hi. Oh, oh am I there? Oh, D's here. I didn't even know. <laughs> I don't even I know what the jank is. I, 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 right? Dude, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> it's I don't it's know really janky on. looking, but uh, I don't know if you can see it on YouTube yet. <laughs> oh, that's so pretty. All <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm so proud of our show. It's so oh no, my god. The quality's gone through yeah what's up everybody hey what's up d thanks for uh d woods kind of like kind of waiting in the wings here just to because there's like so many people on screen right now we're like the brady bunch here all of a sudden it's a good thing aaron and anthony are in the same room we would have another screen <laughs> right. I, I realize that it's, it's really economic that we did this today yeah. absolutely you guys are always thinking of us i have such i appreciate and it. then todd did you get the keys 
Oh, I have no idea. Probably. They're on Facebook, I think. I hope. Okay. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Cool. Let's let's spin it up twice and uh, and get some get some keys out there to people. And uh, we appreciate you guys doing that. That's super nice to give the key give the game away to a couple people and make some couple people in chat pretty happy. Hell I like yeah. getting free stuff too, so you know. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Everybody does. I can't hear anything though, Todd. I hate it. I know. There's no music. There's no TikTok. There's no nothing. There's no. Just make some sound effects for us. D, how about some D, Mario? Quiet, you're singing. Yeah. <laughs> Jungle Juice. We put it on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Oh. We got. Uh, is that got that one ready. Jungle, Jungle Juice. Jungle Juice. Uh, I love Jungle Juice. I don't, I don't know. What Ever since is. I had alcohol poisoning the third time, I don't do it. <laughs> the third time. Well, you know the third oh, time. Oh man, third you can't time, give up the first time. time you know? <laughs> I can't believe you gave up, quitter. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> After three. All right, let's do one more key, then we'll uh, we'll let we'll let Aaron and Anthony get out of here so they can get back to work on uh, Arcax or two, and uh, <laughs> and we'll get into the meta stuff because uh, there's lots and lots and lots to say. I can tell Mateo's like, let's go itching. Yeah, <laughs> he just wants to yell at me for buying. Them. I do nah. too. No judgment. You could always return it. Yeah. Just cancel yeah. your cancel it right now. But then you wouldn't have it anymore. That's no. you get you, thirty day worth of return policy on that thing. That's right. Chris nine 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 nine. Chris nine nine nine. I just don't Good know job. if back after I poop in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Congratulations, right. Chris, Hello. man. Congratulations. That's awesome. Send me an email, and, uh, Chris. You know the, you yeah. Know the and when you uh, when you guys uh, Jungle Juice and Chris, when you guys play this game, make sure you go in and review it. Tell everybody how great it was, and uh, come back here uh, after you played it and let us know and tell everybody in chat how great it was. So, and, uh, if, and if you didn't like it, keep it to yourself. Yeah, don't tell keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, guys, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it, and uh, I can't wait to see what you guys come up with next. Thank you. All right, take care, guys. Thank you, you so much, time. guys. See you guys. Have a good night. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Oh man, I love seeing success stories, guys. Yeah, right. And it doesn't happen very often. So, so one thing like the VR indie community has been like, like determined. Like they'll release a game and just keep working on it, keep working on it, make it better, make it better, make it better. Uh, you like a lot of times you would see indie development on Steam and stuff. A game would pop up. It would be super janky, and the developers are just like, "I'm out. Peace." Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but it really doesn't happen that way and maybe it's something that happened more with app lab and stuff but in the early days of steam uh when a vr game came out you know people are like no one's buying my game and they just made it better and better and better because you had to because just the community was so small but right. yeah no that that kind of mentality is maintained yeah and it is a good community out there for 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 that and um you know i just love seeing i mean there's a lot of games out there that that do i mean again there's some that don't there's some that just don't deserve to be out here and i get it you know what i mean but there are a lot of games that do deserve to be on on the quest store and and uh that's why well, it, reviewing games is way more important than people think you know you take it taking just a minute and go on if you like the game and if you want to champion that game go on and review the game it's it's way more important than you think it is um it's not just about helping somebody else decide whether they want to buy the game or not that's a big part of it too but it's a lot of it is helping that developer, you know, and helping, you know, meta take notice of some of these developers. Yeah, definitely. I'm just excited cool. that they'll be able to 
be seen on the store. So if someone, like you said, types in RPG, they show up. They're no longer hidden under a secret menu at the bottom of the goddamn page. And that's great for them because there's that's only like so five RPGs in existence in VR. Right? So, boom. <laughs> How is that the case? Top I can't page. believe it, man. <laughs> I can't believe it, man. That's, we no. need more. We need more. A genre of choice and nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Aileen Karras is nice looks, D. Everybody's liking your uh, your high your high ponies. I know. I, felt the po- I was feeling the ponytail today, dude. Yeah, nice job. Nice high job. Top. Uh, we got the quick cosplayers in the chat. She says she loves indie game devs. Absolutely. Uh, and we had a couple of people. Ryan Brandon stopped in. Echo into the future and stopped in. And uh, Traveling least, Man. He's, he's we got virtual strangers like, sighting. Nice. Dark Angels in chat. Yeah, I think I saw Wes. He was liking on uh, Aaron's shirt, his uh, Eye on Fire shirt, which was pretty cool. But yeah, guys, let's 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 move on a little bit because uh, Mateo's got to take off here in a little bit, and uh, we want to yeah, definitely get late tonight. I know. I, I have to do a sleep study tonight. Yeah, I'm are you sorry. really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Really? Because I'm a broken human, and, and <laughs> we're all broken. Failing. We're all broken uh, in our yeah. advanced ages. Parts just stop failing, and I gotta do. I gotta put up with this nonsense. <laughs> that's true. At least it's that part that's failing, and not another part part that could be failing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I think I'd prefer to be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> do you okay? Maybe that'll yeah. help with the sleep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. So let's let's talk Meta. Um, so on Tuesday we had uh, Meta Meta Connect uh, 2022, and um, let let's let's get your take. I mean, we 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 did it live. Did did you live stream? You live streamed it too, right? Or did you did you not? Do you you and Bradley did something, didn't you? Uh, I joined Bradley afterwards because Bradley didn't have enough mental bandwidth to deal with <laughs> Meta Connect and me. <laughs> like, I gotta time. be alone. <laughs> that is one hundred percent true. Sorry, putting you on the spot there, Brad. But he was like, mm, no, I can't handle you in the stream at the same time. I'll talk to you <laughs> after the stream. <laughs> and it's probably for the better because we probably would have just talked over the entire thing and been like, grumble, grumble, grumble. And he right. would have been like, Zoomer, grumble, grumble. And I would have been old man, grumble, grumble. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was good. I mean, because re- seriously, though, that's a really good pairing of you and Bradley because you do get t- two completely different views of like where you are like you know they said you know you're older brad's a little younger tech side i mean you're tech yeah too, i but... feel like you know we connect on you know a lot of aspects like similar disposition uh we're a little bit more informed i mean obviously he's super informed we're a little bit more informed than the average people you know we no problem discussing the technical part to the you know our opinions um but we're just from different generations right so you know when you're from a different generation, you tend to approach things differently. But we're coming to the same conclusions, most cases. Yeah, and that was going to be my next question was, uh, you know, I kind of know Brad's take on this. So, you know, it sounds like you guys were, were, were pretty close. So what was your overall, let's get your overall take on the, on Connect as a total, and then we'll talk pro after that. Yeah. So I, I was actually sitting in a watch party with uh, Nathy and uh, Get Hip and, and a bunch of other people, uh, Reese was there and uh, uh, whatever. There was a whole bunch of us and we were just sitting there and we were like dead quiet. We were just like, you know, kind of like almost like drained. Reese looked like he was going to drop at any moment during <laughs> it. Um, and this is pretty sad. I, I, um, I streamed it last year with Alex VR and it was kind of a repeat of that. Last year felt worse though. Because last year they flipped the script on us. Mm-hmm. You know, like things changed, not in person. And they were just like, metaverse and they were just like 
hey, open up your mouth. We're just going to cram metaverse in there. <laughs> and then, you know, if that's not enough, we're going to cram it up the other side, too. So it was just, you know, and then you're just like sitting there like, well, what is this? Like, I, I came, you know, I, I've been your loyal product buyer for six years now, and you keep this continuing products on me. And I came here to check out some games, maybe some cool new tech. And you're like, avatars with legs. Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I get it. They need to expand. Uh, the, like the Quest 2 has made it onto the list of like products you buy and never use. Uh, and and that might seem crazy for people like us, people watching, but outside our bubble, yeah, people like buy it and then try it and they're like, this is amazing. And then five weeks later, put it in their closet and never take it back out. Maybe, you know, Resident Evil launches or the hype between Bone Lab and they, they take it out and dust it off and get annoyed because that's 50 updates and doesn't work right for like 30 minutes. <laughs> finally get in game. Um, but like, that's, that's where it is, you know, like they, they're not going to give us the statistics, the poor statistics meta. So that's why they're trying to find new avenues to keep you, to suck you in. But I think the average person uses their quest to like two hours a week. Yeah. And that's, that's something we'll, we'll, we, the attachment rate for, for games and, you know, it's just tough to figure that out. It's tough to figure those things out, but I think you're definitely right. It's something that a lot of people buy, put in a closet, and just don't touch it. I mean, we we don't think so a lot of times because we're in a bubble, right? We're yep. in the VR bubble, and you know, especially us because we play everything. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of people out there that will only play certain games, and you I know, maybe it. they can't. Like you said, Bone Lab, you know, they'll grab it, or the NFL game, they'll grab it. I see yeah. it a lot on our Facebook group. I see a lot of people who are, you know, just random comments on games like Bone Lab when it first came out, and. The comment is, oh, maybe I'll dust it off and take it out of storage and try Bone Lab. Yeah, and I mean, I, we don't. It happens a lot. We're not privy to those stats. I know some people who are. Um, you, you gotta you break a kneecap to get answers out of them. But uh, you know, every once in a while, they'll let a little something slip here and there. Mateo, and it, uh, sadly, it Bradley great. just dropped one. He just dropped one in chat. Fourteen percent of American teens use a VR headset at least once a week. And compare that to other devices, right? You know, like PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, PlayStation, your Xbox, your Switch, or the market that you know Meta really wants to be your phone. They want to be the next computing right. device, and I just don't know how they're going to get from the the Meta Pro to that. Like, uh, I feel like they keep showing us glimpses of the world ten years from now with no clear path, and. It's understandable. There is no clear path. They don't know how to get there. They just know kind of like where we want to be and where the what the technology can do. And listen, there's a million use cases that that will be amazing with AR and VR. A, a million. But this interconnected metaverse world and everyone's using it just like, you know, you use your cell phone. How do we get there? And I, you know, we really need a device like the first like iPhone that adds something to your life it's super easy to access um and it's just a constant benefit now you can argue the phone isn't a benefit to society but mm -hmm. i mean like it's there like you know oh what's the weather not going anywhere. okay i got it's it oh i need directions i got it yeah. yeah i need to talk to my friends i got it. it it's right here so they really need like an extension of this technology and i don't think the hardware is there yet and like I was talking to Bradley, 
um, corporations are not in the position like governments where they can just work on a product and throw money into it for um, tens of years because the stock price just continues to go down. Stockholders are like, what the hell are you doing? Do something different, make that stock price go up. So you really can't be working on a product for that long. And I use the example of GPS that, you know, it's a government project. It probably took them 40 years to develop it. Uh, they develop it and then, you know, with taxpayer money, and then they eventually, you know, we use it for war at first, but then they outsource it to the public. And now we have, we have Ubers and we have, <laughs> you know, we have Grubhub. So it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. But if someone was sitting there, if your stock price was depending on, you know, those GPS satellites going up, they probably would have never launched. Right. Yeah. It's just, and, and you're exactly right. But to me here, it's, it's not even to, to me to get to that point where we have a higher attachment rate on the headset, not just for gaming, but for everything, because they, this was mainly a work conference. Again, it was a lot of business yeah. focus, which we knew it was going to be that, but to get to those yeah. levels to where that number gets higher, where you're looking at the 30 to 40% or even 50% form factor has to be there. That's the, to me, that's the biggest hurdle yeah. because the software is almost there for me. It, it, and Todd, you can, you can kind of talk to this too, because especially with, for work, we're getting there with the software and this thing with Microsoft is going to be a big deal and to be big able deal. to work in the headset. The problem is, is who is going to want to stay in the headset if it's a, if it's a big bulky headset. And even though the, the pro looks smaller, it's still not small enough to me until we get to something like the Vive Flow, that kind of size, Roken. that kind of weight or the Roken air glasses until yeah. we get something like that to where it's not a hassle to put on. It's not a cumbersome. It doesn't make you hot. You know what I mean? Can you yeah. imagine working in somewhere where there's not a great air conditioning and you're wearing a VR headset to work in the, you know, all day long? I mean, it's just it's just uncomfortable. The the tough part is I don't, you know, like obviously they don't know the right answer. I, I'm sure they know better than me. I don't know the right answer. But how do you integrate AR and VR into a mainstream device? Like what is that device? I mean, we'd all say, okay, it's a pair of glasses that you put on that does everything your phone can do. But we can't make that yet. We just we're, can't make we're that. We're a yet. long way from that too. It's so then people think, why what do we do we in do the meantime? And I yeah. think that's where Meta is. What do we do in the meantime? We just figure out every bit of technology we can, every avenue, every bit of technology we can. And I, I, I can't blame them uh, because they want to make this happen. I just, it just feels like, you know, who is that for be, besides the stockholders? know who is that that conference for you know it's like a yeah. it's like a hype fest pitch meeting almost type of event which kind of is a turn off to the people who were tuning into the previous events and that was that was where i took umbrage on it but we do have a gaming showcase now so you right. could tell matt shut up go to the gaming showcase okay i'll see you there too um but yeah it just you know the, the feel has changed i get it but then, you know, like you saw Bradley posted the uh, the Yahoo take on it, the Yahoo business take this morning. And they it were just like, they, they were just like, I don't get it. And it wasn't, I don't get it. It was violently like, who the hell wants to wear your stupid headset to work in for two hours a day? This is the dumbest thing. We have in our session coming. It's 1500 bucks. Like, they don't know who the product's for. Like, you, know, you make a product, 1500 bucks. You think consumers are going to buy it. You're going to make money off the product. But that's not what this product is for. No, but who's it for? Yeah, yeah, that's my my only bad sign. From a business standpoint, I could see a lot of usage for this. But my problem with it is 
when the battery dies an hour and a half into your project or your presentation or your board meeting or your, you know, intercontinental staff meeting, like we've got people from all over the world working on oil rigs and this could be very useful, I think, but for two hours, that could be, yeah. meetings are way longer than that. So, yeah, so let's, let's jump into that. Let's jump into the pro now. Um, you know, the com conference, you know, for me, for me, it wasn't, for me, it wasn't terrible. And, and, and I thought, I I thought it. it was pretty yeah. good, but, be, but I, I had no, I had zero expectations going in. Like, I really didn't think this was going to be good at all. Like I, I thought zero games. I was and to, to see Iron Man. I was pretty happy about that. To I, see Behemoth. I, I don't even know what the hell Behemoth is, yeah. but, but I want it. But I, I want wanted it. one thing going in there. Anything to surprise me. That's all. Because, yep. you know, Bradley's out there leaking way too much. I yelled at him. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm talking. Yeah, you know, no, honestly, like we hear a lot. Sometimes we can't get things confirmed. But internally at this point, we hear so much. 99% of it's like true. And I'm like, well, okay, I want to be surprised. So Iron Man was a cool surprise. Yeah. And Behemoth was just a tease. But I'll take it. Yeah. Good tease. I'll take a good tease. Um. No, but, to me, the Office I mean, 365 yeah. integration was a surprise, uh, and I, yeah. I enjoy that content. I, I work inside yeah. my headset, so yeah. to have that integration, right. I'm curious to see what that'll do. So, Yeah, I mean, I think for, for people that are doing, I'm sorry, D, but the people that are doing business, this is a big deal. Go ahead, D. No, I was just going to say the Xbox, the cloud stuff. The That's a door games. opener, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and the fact that, you know, um they did legitimize the device a bit in the work environment by saying, you know, okay, for Microsoft, you can connect it to Active Directory. So this will be a, a real device on your network. Your, your, you know, your IT department will have security controls over it and everything like that. Yeah. It legitimizes it, but I'm outside of like artists or maybe engineers or, you know, I don't even know if they would prefer to work in these things yet. You know, did they test the, the pro with these type of professionals? Or are they so, just building a device, throwing it out there, and someone saying, "Tell us, tell us what we need to do. Tell us if it's good. Tell us if it helps you." Uh, I, I don't, I don't know their approach. Yeah, and then and let's talk about that—the the headset itself. You know, the Pro itself. Um, you know, I did not buy it. Um, I had a thought in my head. You know, number one, I, I, we all knew the price was going to be fifteen hundred bucks. So if anybody going in was like, "Holy crap, it's fifteen hundred dollars," you have, you haven't been paying attention Tons for of people six were. months. You know what I mean? Tons yeah, of people which is, people which is crazy. You know, crazy. you know, and I, again, I understand people that maybe have nothing to do with the VR world, and they just happen to be tuning in, going, "Wow, fifteen hundred—that's a lot of money." But if you have anything to do in the VR world, and you didn't, you thought this was going to be a five to seven hundred or eight hundred dollar headset, you weren't paying attention. Um, yep. So, and if you thought this headset was going to be for anybody other than the super prosumer or, or, or business oriented, you weren't paying attention. Um, I, I can't tell you how many people have been fighting me on this in, in my oh. comments. They just like, so, I'm like, listen, this is what the headset's going to be. Prepare yourself. Blah, blah. And they're like, no, no, this is going to take VR gaming to the next level. It's going to be yeah. 800 bucks and take VR gaming to the next level. It's going to be so much clearer. It's going to run better. And I'm just like, fairy tale land man yeah you're just so far off right it was and, and I, I just and i see it every day now i'm like the last couple of days i'm like what well, our facebook page has just about? been lighting up with people bitching and complaining about the price yeah. and yeah so so you know initial my initial thoughts of the headset 
it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yep. You know, minus maybe a something, you know, Thanks, a little Brad. bit here, um, you know, yeah. but it well, was we got better screens, which we didn't even yeah. get. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we thought that we thought a, a depth sensor, which they end up taking out that Brad talked about, you know, we, we, we lost a few of those things <laughs> oh, as long as, great. as well as I'm still Todd's, here. Todd's camera because <laughs> it's overheated. Oh my God. The jank continues. I think, it but, um, yeah. I did it, but you know, as I'm just about to go to Todd and say, so, but, <laughs> so we, we knew what it was, but Todd still decided to go buy one, but, but Todd has a very extreme use case he is looking for number one he's looking for a good pc vr headset and this can could be a good pc vr headset we'll talk about more of that in a minute yeah. but he was looking for a headset to work in because he does do a lot of work he does a lot of work in uh in horizon office right or rooms or whatever it is you're working in there no i use vspatial but yeah vspatial right yeah. right so you do you do do a lot of work in there so i understand where it would make sense for you um you know because that that is almost the work case is set up directly for somebody like you but that is the 1%, right? I mean, or 2% of the yeah. population, you know? So I don't know. I realize total... I'm not the majority of the people by any stretch. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, for, so, for, so me saying Todd bought one, it, it doesn't mean that much to me. Now, yeah. for me, I, I was thinking about buying one of these. I really was. Because Meta's not going to send me one. I don't know about you, Mateo, but they're not sending me one. You know what I mean? That's, that's not going to happen. Um. So I was really thinking about buying one of these for two things. I wanted to buy it for the community so I could review it and do whatever I normally do to, to, to show it. But two, I had some interest in it in the beginning um, to see if maybe it could be a decent VR headset along with a standalone, you know, a PC VR headset along with a standalone headset. But the shortcomings of this headset, they basically made it into a point where this is not a headset. This, is, this was never supposed to be a headset to VR game with, but they have enough in here that you could but really you can't now because they've made the shortcomings of this headset with the battery, the, uh, the non-removable head strap. And now these controllers, which I still don't know what the charge is in these controllers, they've made this headset to where even if you were a prosumer and you thought about getting this headset to do maybe a little bit of work, but you really wanted a, a high-end PCVR headset or a great standalone headset with AR cap capabilities, it's still not that, is it? Yeah, it, it's definitely not the prosumer headset it's not it's not like your vive pro and if you just wanted to like up your pc gaming uh there's a couple issues they didn't you know those screens didn't get upgraded as much as they say the pancake lenses are going to increase clarity um it's minimal okay uh, they do i mean i know on my pico 4 they do but by how much you know the resolution is still the resolution uh then on on top of that exactly what you said so the battery life, John Carmack did speak to it a little bit more. You know, that's like if you have all the sensors on. So if you're gaming, you could shut off like facial tracker, eye tracker, stuff like that. So you'll get closer to Quest 2 battery life. Right. And sure, you could throw, you know, like a Bobo on it or something, Jerry Rig one. However, you have a hard stop at three hours because of the controllers. Mm -hmm. You can't replace the battery in the controller. Well, Eric Hartley went into the Quest store yesterday and they said they could up to eight hours with the controllers. But that that I, not... I've been, I heard they were three. That's it's all over the place. Yeah, um, so. Eric Hartley originally told me two hours. He, he was told me two as well. Store. Yeah, but that was before um, he went to the medicine. And then Carmack came out and said three. He said he had done it for about four hours. Uh, and then Boz had come out and said, said five. Eight. And then he okay. said eight. But so he said two, two to eight five. hours of gameplay. How the yeah. fuck do you say two to eight? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? How do you, uh, Meta, how do you come out and not have an answer for this? 
Yeah. Crazy. I mean, listen, $1,500 headset, man. I mean, three will be fine. Most people don't sit in the game more than that, whatever the yeah. case may be. But it's not that prosumer level because, you know, well, uh, you know, insult to injury, uh, you spend 1500 bucks. Now you still have a lot of light bleed because you do have the side covers, but it's not enough. So you got to spend 50 bucks more for a full enclosure. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's probably $4 in plastic. It, it, it's it a little bit of an insult. It should have been sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have that nonsense on there. Uh, and then you'll go get an aftermarket extra battery pack and Velcro it to your hair or something. Uh, so, you know, you deal with this nonsense, you, you spend so much money and what's the benefit you're getting? Uh, if you're doing streaming Wi-Fi 6E, the majority of the, the latency comes from encoding and decoding. Right. So uh, you're going to spend, you know, more than 1500 bucks for a couple milliseconds of latency. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's this price. Like I said, I, I just don't know where they're going with it. You know what I mean? Because even for even for workflow. Are you gonna work in this thing for two hours? Then you've got to turn it. You've got to turn it down and turn well, your controllers. And the controllers are slow charge, by the way, too. How do yeah, you but, set that up? Two but, hour charge uh, for, in your controller. For a guy that works in VR, I work at my desk with it plugged in. I don't use controllers. I use my keyboard and my mouse. But they're touting this thing. They're putting nubs in the That's bottom so you can use it to, you know, inside workrooms. And... In, only in workrooms. It only works in workrooms. There, there might be an excellent use case for the chat. But I honestly don't think Meta even knows yet. And they just yeah, want to get I some of these devices out there. Right. And then, like a year from now, someone will be like, yeah, I've been using it. It's amazing for X, Y, Z. But I don't think the resolution is good enough for like working in it because I think text is going to be still kind of hard to read. Um, I, I, I am still concerned with comfort. You know, I, I have one coming. I do have one coming to test. So, um, uh, you know, I'll play around with it. I, I know it's not gonna be for me like i'm unless it i put it on my face and it feels amazing and and but i still can't imagine because i actually really really enjoy my pico 4 now it, it's yeah right. my new favorite mobile mm -hmm. i love it i know I, I still <laughs> i still get you know like i don't like the latency from virtual desktop and i've even tested airbridge i got one of those guys um i don't like the latency and you know the compression's actually not bad um, compression is pretty good, but you feel a latency, especially if you play something like, you know, Bone Lab, which is so dependent on your physics, you kind of feel floaty, right? You know, because you're moving your whole body around and grabbing stuff, you kind of feel floaty, and it does. It's not a great sensation. And how it's only like how I, about, I got it down to like 30 milliseconds of latency, but it's enough. Pretty, yeah. How about length? Is it better? Is it is a is a better length with compression or with uh, latency when you're using the link cable with the Pico? Uh, I haven't I haven't tested it with the link. Um, so to be like fair, it's um, USB though, so my, it's not going to be any different. Yeah. My, my link cable, <laughs> uh, well, link and air link with my quest two are been like, like terrible. Nada. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Even the link cable. Yeah. The well, link cable, I like kind of refuse to use. I'm like, if I'm going to wire it up, I'm just throwing on my index. I'm going to reuse yeah, right. 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 So, so I, you know, but air link has been like just sometimes just unusable for no reason. Virtual desktop has been rock solid though. So I just compared virtual desktop and virtual desktop and kept it at that. And it's good. You can get, yeah. you get a, a lot of good stats from virtual desktop that makes it yeah. a comparison actually informative. Yeah. And, and to be honest, it was very similar. Um, I got a little bit less latency on my Pico sometimes. Um, like it, it looked like it was encoding and decoding. That's where I'd gain like three milliseconds sometimes. Mm. I don't know, extra RAM. 
Uh, I've been trying to get confirmation on the clock speeds of the Pico 4, but no one seems to be able to confirm it for me. Because we know the Quest 2 clocks are, it's underclocked or heat. Right. And the Pico 4 feels like it runs hotter. Now, mm. I don't know if the extra juice is just the LCD panels because it's a much bigger battery, but it basically goes dry right. about the same. same speed. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just the LCD panels pulling the extra juice or it's not underclocked, but I will say games load so much faster. On the Pico. So mm. much. Cool. Like, wow. Like, uh, there's more RAM. Um, yeah, the RAM. I mean, the RAM could help there. Could help. But um, so like after the fall, twenty seconds versus forty seconds. Wow, twice as bad. Wow, right. Yeah, yeah, because we're talking twelve like, gigabytes of RAM to eight gigabytes. Is that what it is? Eight like gigabytes six on the Quest? to eight. If you're six talking about yeah. Quest two to twelve on the Quest Pico Pro. Four. Twenty yeah. on the Pro, right? Yeah. Now, I mean, like, and then one of the things, like, well, do games look better on the Pico Four? And that, I moved this into Pico 4 territory, by the way. No, no, I it's good. Totally, good. I that, that's totally where I wanted to go. So, no, I like it. Hey, it's your um, Go. You do take care of it. No, but so, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, people are like, oh, do the games look better on the Pico 4? And it's sort of is the answer. And I have a video going up tomorrow, and I'll, I go into nice. detail on all this stuff. Good. But um, it, they look better because, yes, the screen is higher resolution. Um, the panels, you know, are have much better edge-to-edge -edge clarity. So like I'll go back to my quest two and be like, oh, I notice I'm not in the sweet spot now. So I notice there is a sweet spot on the quest two when the Pico just feels like it's clear across the board. Um, mm -hmm. You're not getting the same glare, uh, and it, they're high resolution panels. Now, the majority of quest games don't run at the native resolution of the quest two, so it doesn't matter if you put a 18K display in there. Right. It can't run games at that resolution. So games aren't going to instantly look better. They look better because they don't they have less hardware artifacts, less glare, uh, less blurriness. They should, they should you know, have deeper blacks being spot. on the pancake lenses. They should be. Uh, I am the worst person to ask that question because, okay. like, <laughs> I you know because like colors and black interpretation. Yeah. Colors and interpretation that happens in your brain. Okay. We have similar hardware, brains, eyes. We assume we see the same. No one can really prove. That we see colors Correct. the same and, and we actually don't some people we know see colors differently but um so like the whole years ago what color is the dress is it white and gold or, blue yeah, or right. black i saw Feel it wrong. Angry. yeah oh. i i saw it wrong you saw so, different. Um, the, you didn't see it wrong yeah. well no there was because <laughs> you can actually take them to photoshop and find out Figure what it color out. it really is right that's true but um so i i saw it the wrong color um, and that's an interpretation that's going on in my brain and black levels has never been in one of those things that bother me at all. Like people are like, Oh, the index is washed out. Black doesn't look black. Half-Life Alex, black looks black. So they knew what they were doing, you know, when they made that mm. game. That's true. Um, I see it in like, if you play revive on a quest title, yeah, sometimes things look washed out, but for the most part, the headset black looks good to me. It doesn't look washed out to me. So I'm not the right person answer that question on black levels with pancake lenses yeah it took me forever to answer that roundabout yeah no it's good i just want to say bradley did say uh he said the pico 4 still uses the ipddr4x uh like the quest 2 so ddr4 yeah you know what speed the memory is i don't know the speeds that's interesting that it's so much faster though so like i thought i was going crazy and I, 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 and maybe my quest two just sucks, which is a possibility <laughs> because I'm on my, I'm on my third one. Um, Oof. but, um, well, one was like a mistake. They returned it for no reason, but, um, 
anyway um like i was like wait i gotta load that game again so i was like is that a fluke it took that so i like loaded a game three times in a row and like one thing kind of felt like cheating because i loaded up space pirate trainer and on the pico 4 it it just loads it's like it's wow. waiting for you to just press go right. uh and then on the quest 2 you just you watch the bar and maybe it's it's less than 10 seconds but you watch the bar go. But that's noticeable but i'm like right? mm, this is this is dx version and this is original version i don't know if that makes a difference i don't know so that's True. like not a fair comparison and some games i think it only really seemed the games that chugged to load where the difference was you know uh, some games were five seconds on the quest two and then like uh three seconds or you know a game was eight and six seconds it wasn't always a huge difference but if a game took really long that's when it seemed to just load much faster on the pico 4. That's good to know. Yeah, it's super interesting. And, and and this whole thing for me has made me really look forward more to the Pico 4. So my review unit, review unit of the Pico 4 is coming. Uh, it's supposed to be here on Monday. Um, Todd, um, you have one coming mm -hmm. later next week, maybe, I think. I hope so. Yeah, it should be next yeah. week. So we will, we will have a chance to take a look at them. But th this has made me look forward because the Pico 4, for anybody out there, is a gaming headset. Now, does this right. mean that if you have a Quest 2, should you go out and buy a Pico 4? No, no. but I think it's it's if you don't have a, a standalone headset um, and you were looking choice. to and you were looking yeah. to buy one, I think the Pico 4. And now, now again, this is not a North, North American headset. Um, you know, we're get I, you know I'm getting a review unit. Todd actually um, bought one, but he bought it from. Um, England. It was a store, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You bought it from from a store that's outside of the country that's going to ship it, and you know we can still you can still use it here in the United States. Wants to burn um, money, this guy. <laughs> He's crazy. He's crazy. Top of the channel. Top of the channel. <laughs> that's what he keeps telling his wife. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he keeps telling his wife. But um, no, like I wouldn't recommend anyone having it imported because there's hassles. But obviously, we're a special bunch in many right. ways. Um, but yeah, I am yeah. looking forward to it more. I, and it's and I love that you're saying how much you really like it because, you know, again, I was I'm getting it because I you know they're sending me one. You know, I wasn't like looking. I wasn't like oh I gotta go have one. But I think it looks really cool. I'm really interested in it, yeah. and I really want to see what it looks like and feels like. And it does look a lot. It does look like it's going to be a lot more comfortable than the Quest too. So, you know, this has made me more excited for that. And if, if you are one of those people that are like, wow, this Quest Pro is fifteen hundred dollars. This is not for me. Yeah, but. There are other headsets out there that could be for you. And again, if you're not a Quest 2 owner, or if you're a Quest 1 owner and you're looking for an upgrade, yeah. this is a yeah. uh, you know, this is a possibility. If you live in Europe or soon to be China, I mean, this is a, I, I think Pico is definitely a headset that we should look forward to. And eventually we I do think they will be in the North American market. They're trying. Um, I mean, they're planning to be. And they they have listen, they have a huge market to, you know uh with asia and europe they have a tremendous market we only have 300 million people here in north america right compared to billions right billions so so there. i mean they have a huge market um they are pouring money in so i expect more exclusives to start popping up uh they seem to be more gaming focused not you know going sideways out of control right now uh so uh, you know i think i i think they're really gonna you know elevate themselves in the gaming platform uh but we'll see what happens with the quest 3 uh, and you know bradley's already you know uh digging a hole for the quest 3 <laughs> he's uh, getting it ready <laughs> but but i mean you know it's definitely it's true competition and 
I was impressed with the crossbow. I feel like their design for it was like, okay, guys, make a list of everything that annoys you on the quest too. And 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 we'll just one up them. Now, <laughs> sometimes those one upping is marginal, but it's there. Like, you know, like I'm sure you play in Beat Saber or something and you've accidentally slid the panel open on your controllers. Um oh, the, yeah. the battery case. We've all done that. Well, you can't do it on the Pico 4 because there's a little you press something and the batteries pop out. Right. You can't accidentally do it. So I'm like, all right, yeah, they that's so a like little things like that. You can't mm -hmm. smack the rings together because they move the rings. They you can't them. smack them together. Yeah. It's like every little thing like that. It's like, okay, we wish the screen was uh, clearer. It's clearer. We wish it was lighter. It's lighter. We wish the, all the weight wasn't in the front. It's not in the front. Um, the one issue that, you know, some fellow content creators are saying it doesn't fit my head. Like the, yeah, like the, I've heard that. the the facial insert is too bulky or the wrong shape. Now I was paranoid when I got mine and I was like, <laughs> no, you're all wrong. Weird shaped monkeys. Um, but <laughs> even but the, I think it, Steve it, knows it, it fits me well on, on yeah. uh, fitting well, where doesn't the, the IPD thing tell you when to, where to put it? Maybe that was the, question. it doesn't. So the IPD will have you look at a screen, right? And you just say when it's in focus, like you pre press left or right okay. and you say, oh, okay, okay. That looks focused. And then it'll actually go under 62, but it'll say, you know, warning, this might pinch your nose. Are you cool with that? Right. And then once you say yes, it'll let <laughs> you keep going and yeah, it'll destroy my nose. So, yeah. Um, uh, but the quest two pinches my nose also. Um, and I have to put the eyeglass spacer in. Because this is the schnoz. It's it's very common, um, and it's it's a cultural thing. I can tell you that right now because um, I have many um, Chinese headsets because I do a lot of you know for for business now. I do a lot of work with the Chinese headsets, you know, importing titles, and I, I have many of them, and they all have super small nose pieces on them to where it's uncomfortable, and that's just a cultural thing. Again, they're made for China, and you know yeah. noses are a little bit smaller in China. That's just the way it is, and yeah. uh, they just don't fit properly uh, for for me. Um, just something I have to kind of live with. So we just need more comfort options, like the, on the Quest 2. We need some third-party companies to get in on that, make different facial inserts, yeah. and we'll be fine. Different facial inserts. Uh, I think Bobo. Coming, right? Yeah, I Will think Bobo already yesterday. has a strap. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'll I mean, the Kiwi. I'll tell him get on that. Yeah. Now the strap on the on the Pico 4 is non-removable, just like the Pro. No. So you can't take the strap off at all. But you know, I think you're going to see, you'll, you'll see, you know, Bobo will do something for the yeah, battery. I, I, and I saw people battery. having the Bobo Regan. already strapped to it. Yeah, It was the, yeah, B2, somebody, it so, was the original V2. Bobo dropped a video of the V2 battery attaching to it. Rigging up to it, which is cool. Which you probably can do that for the, I'm you're, assuming you'll probably be able to do that for the Quest Pro also. I would think so. Um, start rigging some stuff up. But uh, again, at 1500 bucks, do I want to have to rig stuff no. up? No, I don't want to. Yeah. I At 1500 bucks, I want that thing to like take out my laundry for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like i don't I have to do anything i wanted to set like like it to fly on my head and configure itself at voice activated yes. yeah go like the, engage. Like the iron man mask yeah yeah <laughs> i know right exactly <laughs> yeah i mean the price is is nutty man the, the it's up there Mateo, I know you got to take off. Before you go, let me ask you: What do you think? I mean, do you think we're so down on the pro because we're not we? Let's say most people 
are because we're we're in dire need of of a new headset. I mean, I mean to me the to me the Quest Two is still a great headset at a great price, even though they raised the price. So yep. I mean, do we need new hardware? Or are we just spoiled to the point where we have to have new hardware? So when they come out with a headset, they say, "This head is headset's not for you. It's not for you. You don't want this headset." And, and then they release nice. it and you go, why would you put this headset out there? I can't, this headset's not for me. Yeah. Yes, we know it's not for you. So but we know people it... are stupid. We know people don't listen <laughs> and we know people are selfish. Um, and like a lot of times Oil. I say, listen, you know, like this is my opinion. And I know I'm thinking only the way I think, like I'm thinking for me right now. Like, like I was like, ah, screw the 10 games that just came out. Give me one good RPG. Yeah. Uh, well, I might be alienating a thousand people with that comment, but I don't care. Me, 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 me. <laughs> I want an RPG. Like, you know, so, so we are, you know, self-centered people. We, we, that's pretty normal. That's fine. Um, I think we're kind of down because I, I do think we need a little boost from the quest. I, I feel like the people who bought the quest at launch are starting to feel like how original PC VR gamers felt. We love the tech. We're so excited. This is amazing. Where are the games? Where are the good games? Yeah. Okay. Give us more. And, and you know, the Quest, re, you know, pressed reset. Reset us about three years or so. Mm -hmm. um, it's a much better introduction for VR than we went through in PC VR. It's, it's amazing. And people are blown away. But the people who are really in it just want more. You know, they're desensitized to it. They want better graphics, more immersive games, whatever the case may be. And it feels like the Quest 2 can't deliver. So we want to know what the next step is. Um, and and it's pretty frustrating. Meta has now absorbed like eight of the biggest gaming companies. Yep. And they have uh, some <laughs> to show for it. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, I mean, they. Uh, where are the games? Now, I'll be honest. There's probably Asgard's Wrath port in the works um i hope sanzaru is working years. on something dude i mean when well, was the last asgard's wrath 2 yeah, um, it's been three years since asgard's wrath came out yeah. we we know when they grabbed um ready at dawn they wanted to bring lone echo over and i think they just couldn't get it working no because uh, because lone echo 2 was like a month away from launch then they got acquired and then the games took more than a year to come out Right. And it's like, how'd you go from a month away from launch to 14 months after you got acquired by this mega company that can throw you Man, anything so you need? Yeah. That's pushing yeah. a standalone headset. <laughs> so so it's basically, you know, so Lone Echo, they just probably couldn't get it working on on the Quest. And they said, okay, maybe we'll come back Quest 3. But now Ready at Dawn said, okay, we're on a new project. So they have them working on a new project. Uh, Beat Games is, you know, is their cash cow. They're just like, get, get more sound packs. Just pack out more sound packs and Ooh. give us money. Um, but, blocks. you know, they took camouflage now, which is, uh, um, yeah, like I already said, Sanzaru. Uh, who, there's a couple other people in there that I just, you know, don't come to mind right now. But it's just like, uh, oh, downpour. Uh, yep. So they're going to bring another, um, another onward. Zuck let that yeah. slip a long time ago. Yeah, that would have been um, today. So... <laughs> But it's pop, like, okay, one. Yeah. Big I mean, we know good games take like three years to develop, but We're give us some breadcrumbs, give us something. I think it has a lot to do with society and our other tech pieces that we use on a regular basis, like cell phones. 
we're so used to having every company that makes a every you know AAA phone company comes out with at least one new phone a year. So we're into that mentality that I've had this device on my head that I play games with for two years or more. I'm sick of it. I want a new one, even though that it's perfectly functional and it does everything that I want it to do. I just want another one. But VR hardware isn't something like phones. Well, tell tell and... that to stupid people. That that that, yeah. that doesn't matter. It's not, it's not like phones and consoles. Uh, yeah. Like consoles, they amazingly managed to get like t you know, ten years out of. And Final yeah. Fantasy came at the end of the life for the PS4, and it looked great. It looked great. It still ran great. You know, it was a solid game. Um, but when it comes to this mobile tech and gaming, you yeah. really you you know you really can only squeeze so much out of it and the life cycle is short and we're not really used to that like the gamers are not used to that yeah and we don't see the future you know we hear grand theft auto assassin's creed and then never hear so. about them again yeah <laughs> exactly and that at, was another at, one that didn't show and at the same time um grand theft auto san andreas what the hell? Okay, you're playing my generation's Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. I, I mean, you know, like, uh, listen, they did a great job with Resident Evil, but it's like, okay, that's a game I played 14 years ago. And yeah. you're just getting it to work on this headset? That's why I feel like we want something new. You know, that's why I feel like we're ready to go further. So, PlayStation VR 2 for the win. There it is. I think that's the big... Yeah. That's, that's the biggest takeaway from this for me is what we want, if we want new headset um that was going to be for us for the gamer for you know for mainly what we're looking for i think we're, we're all looking for playstation vr2 and god it better pay off because there's so much hype into this thing now we all yeah. better put this thing on and just have a huge <laughs> orgasm of yes. VR business. Yep. i want wet pants i want wet pants yeah. i want to mop yeah, up after <laughs> you yeah. can go to steam and do that i'm now, destroying d games. with mental images right you know now. who else likes <laughs> <wet pants? laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, wait, you don't uh, have your... You don't have your button. <laughs> no. Mateo, I, I know you got to take off, man. I yep. just want to say thank you for coming and doing this. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. let's do this again, man. We love having Todd, you here. We love your opinion. Do not screw it up again next time, oh, guys. Yeah, let's have the whole... Let's, yeah, I saved please. the day. What are you talking about? <laughs> at least, yeah, at least we're that? live. At least we're live. We're, it's, it's something. It's something, for sure. Yeah, we're so, here. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, thank, thank you, you for coming by. Me. And uh, we love having you here, man. And it's a blast. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you guys are on so freaking late. I'm an old man. This is this is tough for me. <laughs> I mean, I'm it's bedtime. I'm with you. I do virtual years strangers years on Wednesday us. night. <laughs> I do virtual strangers on Wednesday night, and we start at like anywhere between twelve yeah, and one a.m. So I don't get done until three or four a.m. Hey, East Coast time. You, got, I'm in you guys are in your forties, right? Um, yes. Yeah. For, yeah. For, for a little <laughs> while. For a little enough. while. Not for long. Yep. Funny thing. Oh, so you're at the end of 40s? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. No comment. I'm, I'm still closer <laughs> to the beginning of 40s. But that's not a 10 year difference. That's so, okay. True. Maybe an eight, seven, eight year difference. Yeah. yeah. Right. So is that is this? Am I gonna look like that soon? Yeah, it's turning like, gray. Oh, oh, like okay. Yeah, this is coming. This is coming. Natural highlights. Hey, I've been holding you, on. There's not many you, in there. If you I'm slowly start coloring it now, nobody will notice. Yeah. That's right. Start all right. For men, start coloring all right, this, now, nobody. This stream went to shit. Good night, guys. <laughs> Things went it's so been bad. I love having you here, man. It's awesome. All right. So good. I'll see you guys soon. Take it easy, man. Thanks. Bye. Oh my god, that was so much fun, man. Oh. I I 
I just I love Mateo, man. He just he he is that you know he again right? he's old he is he's, a, he's a, a little bit older uh, than than most out there and a little bit closer to to us and our our age. And uh, I don't want to like say he's old, but we're you know we're up there. We're older <laughs> gamers and. And uh, I just love his take, man. He's got such a good take, and um, yeah, you know, it's it's it may not always be the exact take that I have, but it, that's what's amazing about it, and that's what I love. But he's just super passionate. He wants the best for games, just like everybody else. He wants the best for virtual reality. So, um, love his take. What do you guys think? Yeah, he's a great guy. I love having him on the show. I was super excited when he reached out. So, yeah, yeah, and we'll try and do that again, man. And you know, when he, whenever he's available and he would like to come on, we'll definitely have him on again because it's just a lot of fun and people love it in chat and people, were, you know, people were uh, were asking lots of questions and seeing lots of things. And um, let's give away some keys, guys. So uh, we, we we gave away two Arcaxer keys. We really didn't even talk about what we're giving away tonight, and we're already almost two hours in. Uh, we're gonna also give away um, a Warplanes game tonight, Warplanes Battle Over the Pacific, which I think we'll give away right now, and we're gonna give a Cave Digger two key away also and then i think todd maybe we'll give one of these away the new know, right? cbr gamer shirts we new got the new shirts are on this. the new logo oh, is man. here the new glowy glowy logo d i know i want to i want to glow in the dark shirt so well we're working on that okay glow good. in the dark you know what oh, you know that. what didn't oh, come todd was the uh the all over hoodie did not come yet uh, it, it was it, just the hoodie and uh, the you're looking sleeve. at another week before that shows up yeah yeah well We'll get it. I'll wear it next time. Yeah, exactly. Next so what, what, what are we giving away? Warplanes? Yeah, let's give away Warplanes right now, and then we'll do uh, we'll do Cave Digger, and then we'll do the, the T-shirt. Um, the, the new logo is beautiful, by the way. I, you know what I did? I put on the arm. I put the VR Gamer on the arm, too, by the way. Oh, yeah, cool. You didn't do that on yours. I didn't do that Special on mine. You sucked. Yeah, speaking of Warplanes, <laughs> we've never, still never gone into the multiplayer for this mash. How is that possible? Why didn't we do this? I don't remember. I remember. Slacker, did, did, didn't we get in there to record? The Me and you did. Well, yeah. See, so you know what I did? What? You know, techno. You know what? You know what? Oh, there we go. Is it? Oh, oh Kazi was close too. Tech has been lucky, man. Didn't he win something like last week or the week we before? Did, yeah. yeah. Which Warplanes? This is Warplanes Battles over Pacific. Battles over Pacific Warplanes. But congratulations, Tech. And uh, we have a Cave Digger 2 keyway and a shirt to give away yet. Um, we are going to talk a little bit more um, meta stuff because there are a couple more things I wanted to go through. Mateo did have to get going. It's a little late for him uh, being on the East Coast. And he's got um, his uh, sleep study tonight, so we got to go get Right, sleep that, study, so. yeah. yeah. So let's talk. We talked. We talked a lot about the, the a lot a lot about the Quest Pro and and its shortcomings and its its good things. Todd does have one coming. I assume you're still going to get it right. You're still going to keep it and have it coming. So you'll be able to tell everybody you know what yeah. your final thoughts will be. Yeah, I think um, it'll be good I don't. For the channel as well. So. Yeah, I've been up in the air. I've been back and forth in this thing. Uh, we had our Patreon meeting the other night, and um, Mike <laughs> yeah. New, Mike Newton, Q creator, basically said to me, "Mash, if you buy this thing." I will unsubscribe to the channel. <laughs> did he not, D? Yeah, he did. It was it, seriously that was all, like ninety-five percent of the Patreon meeting was. I'm gonna get it. We uh, we had it. a Patreon meeting. It. I don't know. We had oh, like probably ten it. or twelve people in the Patreon meeting um, to do the show prep, and we didn't do any show prep. And how long did the Patreon meeting go, T? D? Two and a half freaking hours. Two and a half <laughs> hours on Tuesday <laughs> night because basically. Yeah. What this was was me and everybody else talking about, you know, because that day was MetaConnect. So we went through MetaConnect. We went through, 
you know, what we all thought about it. Uh, this was just another great thing about our Patreon and what we can do. And, you know, um, you know, if you guys want to be a part of that and support the channel, come and join us, man. It's so much fun. We have such good conversations, um, you know, for as little as, you know, five bucks a month, come join our Patreon. You know, we always need to support and um, we have lots of things and we're, we're doing lots more things. So come and join us and get in there and, and be part of this thing. I mean, you know, that just to be, be able fun. to come in and talk to everybody directly on camera and I can, you know, see everybody and talk to everybody. It, it makes it so much better when I can hear everybody's views. It, I love it. You know, when I see, you know, Tass and, you know, Skiva, who's a, you know, who's a, a Patreon and Mike Newton and Orlin Hooper and, you know, Chris 9989 and, you know, all these other people, Karina Stimson, when they all stop in and I can actually talk to them, we can have a conversation instead of me being one sided telling you what I think. I like to hear what everybody else thinks. So it's, yeah. It's, it's really a nice thing, and it's something I'm – it's a special thing that I'm glad we do. Uh, and it helps us plan our show because, you know, it gives us – it gives me and Todd and Dee an idea of what we really should be talking about during the show. And um, It's a again, huge help to get the input from the people that are watching the show. Say, hey, cover this, or maybe you guys try and get these guys in for an interview, or maybe throw these games out on your giveaway because we really want to play these games. All that kind of information. You yeah. know, we, we take it all in. Whether or not we do all of it is – is not the point, but the fact that we can all sit in one room on camera and talk about it is, is fantastic. Absolutely. Yep. It gives us a good idea of what we, you know, again, what we should be giving away, what we should be talking about. And uh, it just helps us and, and gives us ideas. And, and we like to shoot things back and forth. So come join the Patreon. Come join us and, uh, and hang out. It's a lot of fun. Talk, talk mash out of buying a $1,500 freaking headset. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that <laughs> was like, I wasn't there. I didn't talk you into buying one. I know you would. That's, that's terrible. Thanks. That's Look my the whole point of this thing at. was. <laughs> I know, right? I know. It's crazy. But that's my whole point of this thing is I, I think that I am to the point where I don't think this is a headset. As long as we have one to re review for the channel, which was my yeah. main thing, and you are you are buying one, so you can review it for the channel. I don't think I need to get it to review it for the channel. And if I really, really did want to see it, I'm sure you would send it to me to, for yeah. me to just check out and I'd send it back to you. So that may be a possibility. But for right now, I just don't think it's for me. And, you know, it's got... it. Not that I think it's it's a bad headset. I think it's good enough, um, but it's got some shortcomings. The battery issue for me is is definitely an issue, and I still don't have a concrete answer. For a gamer, um, I see it as an issue. For a person who wants to work in it, it's not an issue. Well, and, and, but it's weird that they, okay, then they're going to offer these controllers as backwards compatible to the Quest 2 for $300, by the way. That's weird. And then you can still only game with them for two hours. You don't offer them as backwards compatibility. If you can only game for two hours... I mean, I don't know. Maybe the only average gamer only games for two hours at a time or an hour at a time. But then if that's the case, why are you buying $300 controllers? You, no, know, you know what you do with that $300? You add another 150 or 200 and buy a whole new headset. Well, you how much is the uh, Xbox Pro controller, Microsoft, on brand, not off 60? brand? 60, 75? Yeah, probably there. somewhere around there. For a while? I, mean, the, yeah, the, I, the, the, I think Elise... I paid 75 for this one. Yeah, the that, Elise... and that's no, Microsoft, the... not, not an off brand? Yeah. No, it's it's a it's an Xbox controller. It's um it's not the Elite one, but I I think it's yeah, seventy five bucks. Yeah. Now the Elite the Elite controllers are expensive. They're like one hundred and eighty to two hundred bucks. Those are the ones that have the paddles in the back and they have the right. the different thumbsticks and you know I have one of those, you know, and that's made by Xbox. I have one of those right here. You know what I mean? But and this is probably two hundred bucks, you know, or something like that. But it's got special things on it. It's got paddles on it. Well, you know, it's got, it's got, got paddles on the back. You know what I mean? It's it's heavy duty. It's a it's a it's a it's an elite controller. I used this when I used to play Warzone. That's what I bought it for. But you could compare um, the new Quest Pro controllers to that, 
as opposed to a Quest 2 controller to the one that D has. You know, what's in it, I love. I love the I love the cameras in it that'll be better tracking. I right. love having the More better inclusion. haptics in it, but you can't give two hour batteries. That's ridiculous. That's and then yeah. and then you put it to the point where I can only charge it by the dock. You know, you can't there's Well, not, third there's party not, will fix that. Again, maybe. That but there's no port on it. So even it's, there's no USB-C port on the controller. So how are you charging it other than the dock? So My even if a third party will come out with something fantastic. <laughs> yes. So I'm gonna have to like stick some cord out of my ass to plug it in. Like, you know, oh, I'm wearing... like a wrist. It, it'll be like it'll... a wrist strap with a I, with a I battery with the connected. Well, that's what we had talked about before. I had figured out on Tuesday like that you can only charge something. them. Yeah. yeah. I was figuring you, you strap two bo strap two Bobo batteries to your wrist with Velcro, and all of a sudden you're plugging in your controllers, but you can't plug them in by USB-C, so that's an issue. So. You know, anybody who went out and was like, oh, I'm going to go buy these controllers for 300, 300 bucks. You know, I, I get cameras in them. I get better haptics and there's no rings and they're great. You know what I mean? And to, to me, I, I I don't see where it makes any sense at all. I can't go play after the fall for two. I, I go play after the fall. I'm playing five hours, man. That's yeah. half a good horde run when it's seriously. Not I mean, and two hours. I mean, I found something interesting is they're right now all over Twitter. They're they're uh, promoting Demio's new AR version well, the AR. of Demio. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait to play that in the Quest Pro. That is going to be freaking amazing. amazing. But I, I literally was going back and forth with that. Have you ever played a Demio game that lasted less than two hours? No. Mm. They're going to make that, a hand. Make, maybe they'll make a hand tracking. Unless it's hand tracking, which would be so cool. Color pass through on my coffee table, hand tracking. I would. My mind would be blown. Here's here's the other thing that I brought up the other night too, and and I still haven't gotten an answer to that, and I don't know if anybody even has asked it yet. I, and I don't have a, enough contacts to ask anybody. I'll call Carmack tomorrow if I can. Tell me this: if those batteries die on my Quest Pro, can I grab my Quest Two controllers and use those? So we know that the Quest Pro controllers are backwards compatible to the Quest Two, but are the Quest Two controllers forward compatible to the Quest Pro? No, they don't have the are same they infrared that? sensors in the Quest Pro to handle light rings on the Quest controllers. There are cameras there, though. They they do have infrared cameras on there to do the pass through. So can yeah, those cameras can those maybe. cameras collect the collect the infrared it. from the from the controllers? I doubt it. They're not going to be upwards compatible. They'll be backwards compatible. Well, we know that. We know they're backwards compatible. But nothing. But is I want to know if they're upwards. That I I need to know that because no. that would make a difference. That would make if if I could change them back, if I could go the other way and drop my other controllers when those batteries are dead to charge, and I could pick up my Quest Two controllers, that would make a big difference. Oh, it totally would. And who's going to buy two sets of these freaking controllers? Nobody is going to. If you're at three hundred bucks, nobody is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and how? So and if you did says have them, both. How difficult is it to to pick up another set and repair them while you're playing a game? Like you get, it's not just going to work. Right. So Onikazi is saying both Carmack and Boz have said the battery controllers last longer than two hours. They, they have, have said that, yeah. but they have said that the range is between two to eight hours. So what is so it? at two is your lowest. So what is the circumstance that I'm getting two hours of battery out of these controllers? What what am I doing that I'm getting two hours of battery? Good. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say exactly that point. Like two hours of you know working with the you know applications or whatever work-wise business-wise in the headset or two hours of what you know gaming you can do in there. Well, that's just it if you're tracking cameras all over the place playing you know whatever game you know, you're, gonna... I, I could see getting eight hours out of something when you're sitting at a desk doing workflow with it you know what i mean you're not doing much with them 
Yeah, are you getting eight hours of yeah. them when the cameras are active and they're pat and they're actively working? Are you getting six to eight hours out of those cam those batteries at that point when you're using it for VR? Again, I understand what this headset is. This headset is a business flow headset, and it's going to be great for that. I think it's going to be amazing. I see to me where here's where me and Mateo differ a little bit. To me, I'm excited for this headset as a workflow headset. I think it's going to be amazing. And the whole Microsoft 365 and the deal with Microsoft is a big deal. I think it's a big deal. I think this is a step forward from from for my for um from Meta and Microsoft here with this. So I do think that is good. But again, you're touting this as a being able to be played VR on and standalone as well. I have an issue. I have issues here with these things. If you're going to use this at all for those things, maybe it's controller there are haptics. definitely shortcomings. Maybe you can turn controller haptics off to make the battery last longer. Maybe. But isn't that part of the whole immersion? You know, oh, for sure. feeling those haptics good. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I mean. You could turn it off, but eh, why? It's I'll just an odd choice. When I get one. <laughs> it's, an odd, it's an odd choice, and here's and here's the problem too. They have put this headset out there for people to to purchase, and they don't have an answer. Like That's they scary. don't have a spec sheet. So anything else? Go to buy anything else. If it's listed for sale, you should be able to go to that website and see specific specs on exactly what things are. I should know I'm what the battery life is without way. having to guess at it or without having to ask this person or that person or, you know, I, Meta should be telling us directly what these battery life, what the battery life is. Um, we should have specs. There should be a spec sheet that tells me everything about this headset. Again, this is $1,500. I shouldn't have to go. This is a great headset. Stop saying but... that. My wife's watching the show. <laughs> I know, right? Allison's like, you're <laughs> dead. You're so dead. I had that. I had your opening written in about two seconds uh, the other night. Yeah, right. Like, this is so easy. <laughs> I got this one down. So easy. Yeah, Mr. and Tesla just you know, again, a set of the new controllers, so he'll be able to tell us if they're up or uh, how well they work I, backwards compatibly. I think, I think he canceled them. No, he, he rebought them. He rebought them. Why? He did. Yeah. I have to ask you why you're rebuying these tasks. Uh, he wants to make because... accessories for them, so he needs to actually have a set. I, I think that and that's fantastic, and I'm glad you're doing that, and that's super nice for you to do these things. Is there a market task, for accessories? Who are you who are you making these who are you making these accessories for, bro? Who 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 what what accessories are you going to make that would make sense for these controllers? Unless it's unless you're going to make something for somebody to workflow with them, which is like what you're going to make a mini gun stock for somebody to work in their Office 365, <laughs> so they can shoot they can shoot people in their 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 uh, office meetings. Oh, did so you see shooting people in office meetings? Did you see Resolution Games new? Uh, they dropped a new uh, color pass through first person shooter game that I uses did. your workspace. Yeah, it looks that's so cool. good. Yeah, dude, I can I can play Beat Saber and look at my living room. How yeah. color pass through amazing is that? Color yeah. pass through is gonna blow my mind. Yeah. Uh, now I have heard. I, I've heard the so, isn't very good. Dude, I need to see. I, I almost need to see this headset for myself in some way because I'm hearing different things about the pro. Some people are saying the color passer is terrible. Some people are saying, you know, going in and saying I thought the color passer was going to be terrible and it's way better than I thought it was. So I'm getting some differing things. And if you look at everybody's review out there, that's that's been out there, and there was only a few people that actually got a chance to see this so far. Fifteen kind of all over at the place. a time as well, even. Tatiana got 15 minutes in different games. Yeah. It's, you can't make a review in 15 minutes. You can do your yeah. best, but people need to ta ta have own these things. And... 
Yeah. Tasselhoff says if I sell 20 golf clubs, they pay for themselves. Dude, there might not be 20 headsets bought out there for you to say 20 head, 20 golf clubs, dude. Who's how many people are buying this thing and going, okay, let me get, let me, I'm buying this $1,500 headset. What so if I can there's go play color walk mini golf and golf and I can play golf in my house and color, I'm going to, it's going to blow my mind, dude. So much stuff's going to come out with color pass through as their, their focus. Mm. It's going to be pretty slick. Dude, I know. I've been, in, dude. I've been back and forth with this thing. See, good thing the I was in the Patreon thing, meeting, or you'd have bought one by now. <laughs> the battery thing has been a big thing for me. That's it's basically yeah. got me out of it. And here's the deal too. I don't want to have to strap another bobo to my head, my headset again. You know what I mean? I'm making. I, I'm going to have to do that because there's no way you're going to play for two hours. This thing's going to be dead. I use you know a bobo I mean? anyway. And, and, so. Or I'll or I got to play linked. But here's the deal with the link. Do you see where they have the link cable? It's like put the link yeah, on the back head. of the headset, dude. Yeah weird if i'm gonna link i'm gonna wear the index anyway so yeah so yeah i mean that's 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 the pro let's talk about a couple of other things um so yeah meta did say today that um the, the or you know um zuckerberg did say that i think it was zuckerberg uh he alluded to that the quest 3 will be affordable at three to five hundred dollars, but it will not be this year. If you thought the Quest Three was coming this year, anyway, you're nuts. So, yeah. <laughs> even him having to qualify that it was coming this year, um, you know, that, that's weird. But um, you know, there's no way. I mean, that that was never coming this year. I don't even know if it's going to come in 2023. Could be a 20, or spring 2024 thing for me. Um, so I don't even know if we'll see it in, in 2023. But three to five hundred dollars, way more um, affordable, more of what we think yeah. a Quest Two price will be. And this does lend a little bit of legitimacy to my thought that the whole idea of this headset too, as a workflow headset or a business headset as of the Quest Pro, is again, for them to get an idea of what they need to do to make this headset with these things and make them affordable. You know, a lot of times you do these things as like, you know, this is a test headset for them to figure out what they need to do, how they need to do it, how, you know, put one through production see what it's like see where we where we where we went wrong see where we can streamline how do we make this headset affordable well you what you do is you you test run one and this very well could be a test run of what they will make the quest 3 eventually at a way more affordable price yeah i agree all right so let's talk a little bit about the games because that was you know, if you were disappointed in the overall meta showcase and you were disappointed in the Quest Pro, here's where I don't think anybody could say I was disappointed. Because number one, I didn't think they were they were going to talk about any games at all, Todd. Yeah, we did our little speech at the beginning there where we were predicting what they were going to talk about. And I expected a game release, a game release. You expected no game release. Done. And I thought and maybe an they... outside chance they talk about San Andreas. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Outside chance. And they didn't even bring that up. But you know what? I didn't miss which is, it. Which once, is, they, once they talked about what they talked about, I didn't miss it. Uh, Iron Man yeah. got me super excited. Yeah, I mean, that was... A, uh, so we did the uh, we did the show, D, with, you know, with Skiva and me and myself and, and Todd. And, you know, we were geeking out pretty good with Iron Man. We were all like, you know, holy crap, there's a big announcement. And I don't think people are paying enough attention to the game part of this in Iron Man. Like, I think we're downplaying a little bit. Like, you know, we're not getting these good games. To me, you're getting a Marvel game. You're getting a Sony studio. That's what people are you missing. Know, this, is, yeah. this, was, this game was made by Camouflage, but this was in conjunction with Sony Studios. Right. So the right. fact that Oculus is, or Meta is getting a Sony Studio game is a big deal. Um, and this is a really, really good game 
that was on a old platform in the PlayStation VR2 that had issues because if you were VR playing one. it on one, yeah, I'm sorry. And if you were playing it on a PlayStation 4, it was painful to get through because of the wait times of the of loading screens loading. to the point where you had to have mini games in the loading okay. screens because the loading screens took so long. They took so long. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Now it's better for the PlayStation 5. It was upgraded for the PlayStation 5, but it's still not great. Um, and I think that's something that will definitely be way right. better on the on the Quest too, right? I forgot where I've where I saw the question at, but I was maybe in one of the discords where they're like the the gigabyte size for the PlayStation was like fifty or sixty. Is it going to be that same? No, you got to remember they're they're dummying down the graphics. They're dummying down probably some of the missions. Mm-hmm. This is still it's a cell phone. Take that away from it on. though. I don't yeah, know. They didn't play. They didn't show any gameplay footage, which is a little. Strange. They did not. They did not. But I mean, they didn't. They didn't dummy down too much. You know, um, Medal of Honor the radius. It's gorgeous. And that was forty some gigabytes. I that's think. true. Medal of Honor was crazy big. This could be a huge game. This I'm that's not true. saying this. This this will probably Pushing be over. This will probably be thirty gigs over. You know, or forty gigs somewhere around there. I would say. But I don't. I don't think. I think you're going to be see very similar graphics to what I you guess saw it's on the PSVR one. That's yeah. true. Did they That's say true. when this was coming? November third. Uh, I don't think. Oh yeah, did they? Oh, November... this... oh okay. Did they? Is that November third or November tenth? Yeah, they announced the date. Well, no, they gave dates, but I thought the dates they gave was um for. I know they nope. gave the date for Among Us. And they gave the date and for Saints for and Sinners. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be December first. Was December first? Uh... Yeah. Oh, retribution. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was November 3rd or November 10th. Can someone in chat check that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't. I know. I thought November, November 3rd. 3rd. November, November 3rd. 10th, no, yeah, November 10th was Among Us. I'm, I'm pretty Traveling sure. Man, November um, 3rd. Yeah. So that's exciting. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm so excited for this game. I did play the piece, the the PlayStation VR one version, but I stopped playing it because I was hopeful that we would see it on something yeah, else. Same. Um, I do hope that this is going to be a cross-play title with a uh, with PC. I hope so. At some Cloud point. Saves. I mean. They said nothing about that, but um, yeah, I mean, um, so that t- needs to, to be me, more normal. Yes, yeah. To me, this was uh, this was a big announcement. Uh, it was bigger than people are making it out to be. I think this we got games here that we didn't think we were going to get, and it was a big one. Getting a Marvel game is really, really big, um, and this opens the door for more things. I think you know we're going to see more things. Um, as big as a Marvel fan that I am, I'm freaking excited about this. You know, I yeah. love Marvel and just being able you to have think that outside the, And I think that's a lot of problem with the, the gaming community is they look at the game. You have to think outside that game and look at the studio that's behind that game and think what that is going to bring to us next year or in six months or the same with the business aspect of the Quest Pro. Having that integration with Microsoft is enormous for VR. It maybe you know Office 365 apps aren't your thing, but the millions of dollars that Microsoft is going to help put into the Quest platform to make their shit work is going to be huge for us. And same yeah. with the Marvel games, like Iron Man, it's going to be huge in the future. Yeah, yeah this will be a big title. I mean, th- this was such a big game that PlayStation on a dead platform started bundling this game with PlayStation with brand new P- PlayStation VR one headsets and started selling them again. Yeah. Because it was a good, it was a great bundle, and it got people excited about VR, PlayStation VR again. That's how big a Mar- uh, Iron Man game can be, and it will be. This will be a. This is, we say this all the time. This is a system seller. This is a game that people will go. I have have not gotten into the Quest Two yet. I uh, have not gotten into VR yet. 
I love Iron Man. I love Marvel. The thought that I can play one of my favorite, you know, you know, genres and my, or my favorite favorite licenses now in virtual reality, and I can do it for four hundred bucks. You know what I mean? This is a big deal. Big so deal, yeah. you know, you're going to see systems sold just on this. And again, what Todd said, the whole idea of getting Marvel is a big deal. We have Marvel, um, and you know, hopefully, we'll see more built off of that. Yeah. Um, now there was some other ones too. Um, you know, we got the date for Among Us, which is great. Among Us is going to be big. It's going to be big yeah. for virtual reality. You're going to see, you're going to see flat gamers, big million subscriber flat streamers, streaming Among Us in VR. And that's that's big, huge for VR. It's big for VR. It's there a good are, thing. There Whether are you love Among Us, flat or not. gamers, and they're going to see their favorite YouTuber. You know, thirty thousand people watching this guy play VR Among Us is going to be massive. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun game. I mean, I, I know we're, we'll probably stream it. I just talked oh, to yeah. Lesson Roots last night. I'm like, we need to stream this. It'll be fun. We need to get both of our communities together and just stream the crap out of this game. It'll be yeah. fun. Um, it'll be great. I can't wait to do it. Now, um, that was a big one. Saints and Sinners launch date is big. You know, we haven't had the launch date yet. We knew it was coming this year. We didn't know when. You know, now we have a date, December 1st. I'm looking and forward honestly, to this And honestly, MetaConnect game. is the perfect place for them to announce this. Why are people surprised that this was announced? Where else are they going to announce it on a Twitter thing? Come on, this is a big game. This is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think they were going to announce it here, though. I mean, I, they no, haven't. No, but it's a done, good place for it. No, no, I, I agree. This is a. I, I'm glad they did it. Um, I just didn't. I didn't expect it. People weren't um, expecting it, so hey, surprise! Here you go. Yeah. So that was big, and then to me, we got a little tiny snippet of uh, another Skydance game, which is called Behemoth. Now I know everybody's like, ah, it was nothing. I don't care, dude. It's Skydance. Skydance yeah. is a great studio who knows how to make VR games. Mm. You take that with a name like Behemoth, which I don't give a shit what it is. It sounds great. If it's a cooking sounds game awesome. called Behemoth, I'm in. I'm doing it. If it's, <laughs> Wait, if it's a, if it's, if it's a rhythm game called fish? Behemoth by what? Skydance where I'm like doing this and hitting blocks, I'm in, man. I'm doing it. <laughs> I don't care. Skydance. Um, but seriously, I mean, Behemoth, it, the, the whole thing looked great. It was a quick little thing, but it got me excited. If that didn't get you excited, then man, you, number one, you're probably not a fan of Saints and Sinners and you're not a fan of Skydance yeah. because I got excited. I got just as excited off of that little tiny clip yeah, than I did uh, off of Frozen Hand in the Ice. And I was like, oh my God, I want that game. I don't even know what it's about. Yeah. Just the setting, the atmosphere. I mean, what I... I know I have a thing with snow now. All of a sudden, with, with after, after the fall, the fall. I, really want, I want everything set in a, in a, in a pop, apocalyptic, uh, you know, ice snow. age. Um, which you know Todd's about to get into as he goes into the winter in Canada yeah, next week so. when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this was exciting for me. So this was another part of it that I liked that I enjoyed. So I thought it was a big thing, and that leads me into my next thing. Mateo hit it on a little bit. There are eight studios that are owned by you know Oculus or my or Meta. You know, Meta Studios, which are, you know, you know, Sanzaru. Uh, who do we got? He, we touched on it earlier, but let me take a look. We got Big Box, Sanzaru. Yeah. So um, we got we got Beat Games, who makes Beat Saber. <laughs> okay, whatever. We got Asgard's Wrath developer, Sanzaru Games. Again, they what are they working on? Yeah, Asgard's Wrath is a three years old game. They have made nothing since then. What are they working? They got to be working on something. Uh, we've got um, Ready at Dawn, who makes Echo VR. You know, whether it be Lone Echo or Echo, you know, Echo VR or Echo Combat. We've got Downpour Interactive, which is Onward. You know, I mean, we already know we're getting an Onward 2, so we know what they're working on. And then we got Big Box, which just came out, which is, that was another thing was Population 1 is getting a sandbox mode, guys, where you're going to be able to go in, build your own freaking maps and build your own play style. And you can play how you want. 
and That's maps cool. that you want map builders how many how many awesome community people that are super talented and super creative are going to make great maps and i'm just hopeful that those maps are Terrible, you know, terrible where people can see them. They yeah. haven't said that yet, but I assume that's probably what they'll be. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's going to be great. They've also got camouflage, which is Iron Man, and they got Twisted Pixel, which made Wilson's Heart. They have Armature, uh, which made Resident Evil Four. So they have all these studios, and I think you're going to see some games. You're going to see some games coming from this, these studios. They didn't pay all this money for these studios yeah, to have them do nothing. They bought all these studios, remember? So they yeah. they need them to produce something. Yeah. Some my question is this here is my question Connect with this. games is coming right that just could be huge announcements at that yeah the next the next uh sh gaming showcase i think yeah. yeah but i'm but my question is with all these are we going to see any pcvr titles out of this d are we boring you here is it everything okay dude oh my god can i not <laughs> yawn sorry next time i'll reach for the uh, camera uh, i just had to bust on here i saw i saw it i'm like i, I must be Am I droning yeah, on D? Talking too I, much. I ran out of coffee, dude. That's the problem. <laughs> We're droning on D. We're droning on. We're almost done. But yeah, I mean, I think my question is PC VR for these games because while I do, we know they're working on standalone, right? This is right. going to be a big standalone thing. So, are, but are they working on PC VR titles too, or, or you know, are they going to be cross-play? Are these titles going to be able to play? You know, can I play them on my PC VR? Can I play them upgraded on my PC VR where they're not just quest ports? That's going to be the big question for me moving forward with these eight studios. Um, and I definitely think they are working on stuff. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're working on. But we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's start wrapping this up. Um, and um, let's let's kind of talk about... Well, uh, let's wrap this up. So we are looking forward to... We talked to Mateo a little bit about our Pico. And um, we talked about Pico 4. Todd, you have yours coming. My, mine hopefully will be here in the middle of the week. And I'll say that Virtual Desktop just dropped on the Pico 4. So now uh, Guy yeah. Godin has um, he has made Virtual Desktop um, available to um, to owners of the Pico 4 and the Pico Neo 3, too, by the way. Um, yeah, that's a big deal. So, yeah, now you can play wirelessly over Virtual Desktop on your on your Pico Neo 4. Big deal, right? We've been waiting for this for a while. Um, and he's, he's been working on it for a while. Cause I know that if you were part of his Patreon, um, or his discord, you could go in and ask him for like to test it or to be a part of the beta that he had. So he had it working for a while. I knew it was yeah. coming, but that, the, the fact that he has it done so quickly, I think is a big deal. So, uh, what he said, this is an article by upload. Um, uh, Guy had told upload that uh, virtual desktop release for the Pico four in markets other than China. With the headset shipping this month in Europe, Japan, and South Korea, we recently tried Pico 4 and expect a review of the hardware in coming days, but early indications that Pico is mounting the most serious competition for the Quest 2. Um, the whole idea that he does have this working on there does make it more of a competition than I thought it was before. They still need to launch in North America for it to be any competition, by the way. Um, but um, it's definitely way better now that you do have virtual desktop. It does make it more of a competition. Yeah. Now, what we need, though, we need SideQuest to get side loading ready for this headset so you can start to side load. Um, that is going to be extremely important. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. There is ways um, you can already side load games from SideQuest. You can download the APIs from SideQuest and then side load them to the Pico already. Uh, they just haven't got, like, an integration. Yeah. So to me, to me, the, to, to me, playing it wirelessly is 
not as big of a deal. I mean, I do want to play it wirelessly, but I do, you know, this Pico Neo, this Pico 4, I will be using for PC VR. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to test it. And if it's more comfortable than the Quest 2, I will use it for PC VR probably the for my Quest 2. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll yeah. mainly use my, probably my Pimax, but if I don't want to just throw everything up, you know, if I have to, if I'm doing my Pimax, I've got to unhook things because it, you know, it's there's so many connections in the back of my computer. I have to take everything off. If I want to use my index the same way, I've got to hook everything up to do it. Um, but if I'm just throwing... Headsets. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> or, here's me. Oh, no. Me. Quest 2. Quest 2. Hey, well, you know, hey, it, hey, it, you it's know a what? start. It's a start. It's like going in your closet. You can go in debt. You only like got one set of like. clothes. You got, nothing, no, you got no decisions to make. Makes it easier for you. Yeah. Um, there's decisions to be made here. I've got the arrow still here. I get to play on the uh, the Barrio arrow. Got options. I got a, I got a I got an original Quest One. If I want to go, you know, I want to go old school oh, and play gee. on that 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 big brick of a Quest One. We go PSVR. We go Pimax. We go Index. We go. This man legitimately thinks that he is better <laughs> than us. So yeah, I mean, I think you know, I, I'm definitely looking forward to the Pico Four more than I was for me. The Pico Four before was just a review unit for me. I was literally getting, I was excited for it just to review it, get my take on it, to give to everybody else, and that was pretty much it. From what I'm hearing from people, uh, especially from Mateo, who seems like he's really in love with this headset, and other people, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it now, Todd. Especially now that uh, that virtual desktop is getting put on there. Um, side loading, I think will be, you know, coming soon with that. So I am way more interested now in the Pico than I was before. Yeah. It's going to be, like I said, it, it's to me, the head and they got to get the North American market sorted out and figure out why that's taken so long, but it would be the head. If it was in Best Buy, it's the headset to buy. If you were new to VR, standalone VR. Yeah, I think so. I think it's definitely a contender. You know what I mean? It's, it, there's a choice now. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. just uh, it, because, you know, and, and people are going to say, well, the library is nowhere big as, as big. It's pretty darn big. And, and any of the big. big games, any of the big games that you can get now on the Quest 2, the big titles are going to most likely, most of them will most likely be on the Pico store. And moving forward, everyone will and be on both And if you're feeling Pico. nostalgic, pick up your Quest and play a game. It, that's right. It's You don't buy a Pico and then buy all the games that you already own. Why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like a, to play and all yeah. the new stuff. Yeah, we're talking about like somebody who does has never had a standalone. That person right. who's trying to figure out what headset to buy for the first Lots time. Lots of games. Yeah, there's going to be enough games there, I think, for you to go. I can go buy either the Pico. It's a decision now. It really is. It's a, it's a decision, um, especially with the price point. Um, if you are in a country where you can get it, right, or 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 if you go other places to get it, like Todd did. You know, That's Todd figured out a way around it, and you can do it. Uh, you can get around it now, so you, if you want to do it, you can, and it's still it's still fairly cheap. Uh, Travel man's mash moves. If mash moves to China to become a monk, we'll know something is up. Good luck, mash. <laughs> no, I'm not moving to China. I couldn't be a monk. Are you kidding me? Monks can't eat popcorn. Yeah, right. Can they? I don't know. Maybe they can. I don't know. I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that means. It's like no. You have to give up sex monks. and popcorn. <laughs> uh, well, I'm definitely not giving up popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. All right, guys. Let's. Uh, you, anything else that you guys want to talk about? You guys good on the, the meta stuff? We're all good there. And all good. Pico and I think we've been going for only like two and a half hours here. And yeah, uh, let's let's good. give away some. Let's give away a final couple of things, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll put a bow on this amazing jank vest filled night of, uh, <laughs> of having having Mateo here uh, to guest host with us, and then. And then having uh, Aaron and Anthony on from Arcaxer, which I think was great. But uh, we had a lot of fun talking about this stuff. And uh, and 
I thought it was it will be the jank aside. I thought this was exciting stuff to do. So let's give away uh, let's give away Cave Digger too. And then finally, at the end, we'll give one of these new amazing shirts away, Todd. So we have a new logo. If you haven't seen it, guys, lately, it's uh, it's basically the same Q2C, but we've got VR Gamer on there now and a little bit different lettering. And it looks really cool. And then the, it's, we have a little we've gotten rid of them, though, more like pastelly, cartoony style of graphic. And we got this new, cool, like glowy neon graphic. We're going to neon. Yeah, bright. It's way better. It's cooler. Cool. And we haven't given away a shirt in a long time, man. So I'm excited. This is for Cave Digger 2. Great game on the quest. Yeah. Oh, and guys, too, I have a video dropping tomorrow for um, for Mother Gunship Forge. I went in there the other night and did the spooky update and recorded a whole bunch of it. And uh, it's pretty cool for Halloween to do the spooky go. update. Ooh, or Hendrix Toy. Hendrix. Hendrix Toy. Congratulations, Hendrix Toy on Cave Digger 2. Really good game, Cave Digger 2, man. There's a... Uh, we're actually giving away a couple of the keys in the group too. Uh, if you want, if you haven't, if you wanted to win it and you didn't win it here, go to the Facebook group and enter uh, to win. We got a couple of keys we're giving away. I think we got, I'm not sure how many there are, but we're giving some keys away there as well for uh, for Cave Digger too. That's a big game, man. There's a lot going on in that game. Yeah, um, that's that's one. Of yeah, the, if you guys want to go, just changes between Cave Digger one and Cave Digger two of any game I've ever seen. Of version one of a game and version two of a game, it has the yeah. most amount of difference. Oh yeah, no, the first game like, was the first game was completely unbelievable. Like, bogus. Yeah, upgrade. I mean, they were selling the first game for like a dollar ninety nine at one point. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just new because there was no game there. It was basically nothing. Yeah. Um, Banks and walls. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. But but yeah, I was just saying, Mother Gunship Forge guys, a uh, video dropping probably tomorrow afternoon. If you want to go check it out, um, it was really good. I had a lot of fun doing it and. uh did some cool runs, D, and guess what? The developers were nice enough, D, to send you a Steam key so we what? can stream it. So I have a Steam key for you, D. So now we can get in there together and we can stream Mother Gunship Forge on PC because uh, it's not yet on the uh, on the the Quest um, Rift Store for PC. It's only on the Quest uh, standalone store. So now we can get in there and we can stream it because it is a lot of fun and a lot of the jank that we had, D, is gone. The developers it? have done a great job. They've added a whole bunch of new weapons, 32 new weapon, different um, weapon attachments for Halloween. But I mean, we were playing the quest, you know, and now you're, mm-hmm. I mean, you were playing it jank free on the Steam, right? Yeah, I don't know if this, I assume the quest version had, had a fix I'll too. I'll try it. Um, I'll let you know. Yeah, I assume the quest version had a fix too. I did record on the on the Steam version, um, but they were, but graphically they've been the same. And I assume that when they upgraded the one, they upgraded the other um you know and our issues were more co-op problem issues right. than anything else but uh yeah i love this game they have I, i've opened up a couple of new modes and uh, i know traveling man has been in there and he's played a lot of that game it was either traveling man or spry guy um there's just a lot to that game and i absolutely love it man i'm, I'm just really digging it that and runner did you have you guys had a chance to play runner no yet? i haven't jumped into runner yet this I is for the it, q2c t-shirt guys new logo t-shirt Oh yeah, here we go. Spinning for the logo, new shirt. Oh, didn't even put her name on the wheel. But yeah, if you guys haven't played Runner, uh, I would recommend that you guys go get this game. It's really good. Fourteen ninety nine. You can't beat it. It's one of the best games I've played this year. I absolutely love it. Like, I want to play like... Runner, and I want to play that other one that you guys um, uh, West did the uh, live review. Traveling man. Uh, last night. Oh so yeah, front, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, F, um, 77, Federation uh, 77. Yes, that one. Yeah. 
Traveling, traveling man, man. 3775. Congratulations, dude, on the new shirt. That's awesome, man. You get the new logo. How great is that? Um, hot off the presses. I mean, I, I think I, I got some, Todd got one and that was it, man. I, this will be, you'll be, you'll be the third person. D didn't even get one yet. We no. need to send D one. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do that. I wanted to but... make sure that the logo looked okay. Yeah, it looks good. It's, it's a cool outline. It's got stuff. a nice glow. Oh, it's, got a, it's got a really good glow to it. And like the VR gamer part is really nice too. I love the, the lettering. His car is like yeah. a, is very, it's got crisp lines to it. It looks really good. Um, but yeah, just email me, uh, Traveling Man, and we'll get you set up with, um, with, um, you know, you just give me set up with size and uh, and color, and uh, we'll get we'll get you a shirt. Yeah, and then he said he'll give us an updated pic so we can throw it onto the outro. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Amber Manzer just had a, had a, had a shirt had to go out too. We had a shirt that was stuck in it was like stuck in. Uh, and fulfillment that happens every once in a while. I get a, I get a, like something that gets stuck in fulfillment and never gets fulfilled. And I never get an update on it. And I was just sitting there. Just sit and she there was like, hey, she was like, hey, I just want to check out my shirt. And I went in. And I'm like, what the hell? How is that shipped? I had all I had to do was click on it again. And all of a sudden it fulfilled in like two days. So Amber, your shirt's failed. on its way. It's on its way. Failed. Yeah. But cool. Congratulations. All right, guys. So, yeah, that's going to do it for us tonight. We appreciate you being here. Sorry about the jank again. We apologize. We will be better next week. Todd will be back in his home studio. We'll be back in uh, in we'll be back in the, the newer format, um, you know, not even in restream. We'll be back in the new format um, yeah. to where everything is much nicer. And we have, uh, you know, all of our production is going to be much, much higher. Back to the theme song. I missed the theme song. Back oh, yeah. to the outro. We're going to have no outro tonight. Nobody's picture. It's a little sad. I'll have to play the outro just so I can hear it, Todd, because I miss it if I don't play it. I know, right? I'm just going to play it to myself when the show's over. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Wolf Raz says, might grab uh, Gunship or Runner to celebrate getting a new apartment. And yeah, congratulations. Wolf Raz has kind of like finally gotten through his little, his, he had his own jank of his own that he was going through in life. Life jank. Life Life jank. jank, He's, uh, he's getting out of it now, finally. So we're going to see him, uh, see, see him doing a little bit more, uh, gaming now. So uh, congratulations and you can't go wrong with either one of those games, Mother Gunship Forge or Runner. And again, if you want to check out some gameplay Runner of Mother Gunship Forge, I'll have a nice video tomorrow afternoon for that. All right, guys, that is going to do it for us. If we appreciate it, if you could go over and thumbs up this video, there's only 26 likes in this video. There's 40 people watching. Please, guys, do us a favor. Go over and take two seconds and just click the thumbs up on the video. It really helps us a lot. If you're not subscribed to the channel, please do so. We are very close to uh, to 3,500. We're trying to get there quickly. We have a goal of 5,000 by the end of the year, and we're going to have some giveaways coming up soon to help us push that way. So if you're not subscribed, please do so and make sure you hit the bell because if you don't hit the bell, you don't know when we go live and you don't know when we drop new content like you happened tonight. You would not have gotten notified if you hadn't hit the bell that we had to like blow the other one up and start a new one. And if you had the bell exactly. wrong, you got notified. So it always helps. So, all right, guys, that is it for me. My friend D here and then right below, you know, over there, Todd. <laughs> we'll see you have next week, everybody. Day. Better Bye, next guys. week.